It's game day. You only got one job to do. That's win. That means you stay focused for four quarters. Know your assignments and finish on every play. Don't be looking for shortcuts and don't even think about making excuses. Because if you want the W, you're going to have to earn it. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph Lions College Football. This game is being brought to you by The Wishbone on Del High. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek. Call 330-830-9760. The Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Murphy's Promotions. Call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Mount St. Joseph University football is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the stadium for today's game. Just three weeks remain in the college football season for the Mount St. Joseph Lions, and today starts that three-game end-of-the-season trek for the Lions. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. It is just a gorgeous day for football today. Normally, you'd have about 70, 75, maybe even 80 degrees. We've seen them this year play under that. But in this game, you've got cloudy skies. You've got no sun in sight as the clouds are overcasting the sun here today. So it is about 70 degrees, and we are set to go here this afternoon for Heartland College football from Anderson, Indiana. The Mount St. Joseph Lions are four. Four and three coming in overall. They are three and two and in third place in the Heartland Conference thanks to last week's upset by Hanover over Bluffton 31 to 28. So the Lions are all alone in third place in the Heartland Conference. Meanwhile, Anderson, they were blanked last week by Defiance 45 to nothing. They are one and six on the year. Their lone win came about three weeks ago to Earlham. They are one and four in the Heartland Conference and in seventh place the, today as we enter Heartland Conference play. There are some big games around the Heartland Conference today and none any bigger than the game going on in Terre Haute. Rose Holman, five and zero, taking on Franklin, the Lions opponent next week at four and zero. All the games this week are getting underway at one thirty today in the conference. Hanover is playing at Earlham, Bluffton at Manchester, and of course this one this afternoon that you're listening to on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Defiance has the week off. I'm Dave Mitchell. We're going at it alone here this afternoon as Blake Watson performing his SID duties. Back at the university with a soccer game today, and we hope that he's got us all tuned in and ready to go here today because this one is about set to get underway. They are out at midfield ready to have the coin toss and get this thing kicked off here today. Should be a very interesting football game. Last week, the Lions put up a school record 66 points in their victory over Earlham, and that was Earlham's 39th consecutive loss. I mean, it's hard to believe that Earlham 
could lose that many football games. Anderson, the last couple of years, their only wins have come against Erlem, but the difference, all you've got to do is look at the sideline and see the difference between Anderson and Erlem. Erlem brought to Mount St. Joseph last week about 40 players, if that. Meanwhile, Anderson, they have got on their sideline today for a home game, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of about 60 to 70 ball players. So right there is a big difference between those two ball clubs. Anderson won the coin toss, and they have deferred, so the Lions will be getting the kickoff to start today's ball game. Mount St. Joseph in their road white uniforms with brown numerals, gold trim, and, of course, the white helmets. And for Anderson today, they are in their charcoal black uniforms with tops and bottoms. They've got the red numerals and the black helmets with the A adorned along the side. Glad to have you along. Three games left to go in the regular season. Today, next week at Franklin on the road, and then the final game, November the 4th, against the Defiance Bulldogs. Speakman, who was the Heartland Conference Special Teams Player of the Week after running back two punts for touchdowns. He almost had a third. He stepped out of bounds at about the 20-yard line. And I asked Coach Hopperton if he did indeed step out. He said, oh, yeah, he, he was out. It was close, but he was out, or he would have had three. No one from Mount St. Joseph had ever run a punt return back twice in one ball game. so Speakman holds the school record for that. He's on the right. And Glines is on the left, set to return this kickoff from Anderson here this afternoon. So we're about set to go to get this one underway. Anderson is going to kick it off. Mount St. Joseph will be going from left to right across your computer screen. Speakman's going to take it in at the 3. Cut it right up the middle to the 10, 15, 20. He's got a seam to the 30, and he'll take it out to the 33-yard line. Gain of 30 yards on that return for Troy Speakman, and the Lions will take it over first and 10, from their own 33-yard line here this afternoon. And Chayton Tomlin, 49 career touchdown passes, the all-time leading touchdown thrower for the Lions. will start out at quarterback. He's got Roberts to his outside, along with Tucker, Glines. And let's see who starts at running back today. Lines is coming out to the right-hand side. And also coming out to the right-hand side, Grayson Roberts. Spread formation, Tucker actually is in the slot over to the left-hand side. Empty backfield. Tomlin looks over everything against the 4-3. Drops back. Throws it out into the flat. Complete to Tucker. Gets a block across the 35. Out to the 38-yard line. Gain of 5 on the reception for Tucker. And it brings up second down and 5 yards to go. Lions with the hurry-up offense. They're going with the spread. No running backs so far in the first two plays for the Lions. Tomlin takes the snap. Drops back on third and five, second and five. He's going to throw it upfield. It is complete on the play. The Lions have got it at the 20 to the 15 to the 10. They fumble it in the end zone. And dropping on it is going to be Grayson Roberts. But the officials, are they going to call it a touchdown? They will. It is a touchdown on the play. The reception was made by Cooper Earls, and then Earls got the ball stripped from behind at about the two-yard line. It went into the end zone, but Grayson Roberts, who was hustling up from behind the play, jumped on it in the end zone, and the Lions, just 45 seconds into this football game, lead it now six to nothing. Great hustle play by Grayson Roberts. Jerry Porter is going to come in to attempt the extra point. 
with the holder being Charlie Mullins, and the kick is up, and the kick is good. So there's 14-15 left to go in this first quarter of play, and your score. It is now Mount St. Joseph 7 and Anderson nothing. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Well, lost in the great play by Grayson Roberts is the fact that that is the 50th. Well, I guess you can't call it a touchdown pass now, come to think of it. It was a fumble recovery in the end zone, so the touchdown pass does not go as one for Tomlin. I was going to say that's his 50th. Spencer Dufresne is going to kick it off, and it's going to be taken by one of the backfield men at the 15-yard line, and he'll take it out across the 20 to the 22-yard line. Miller returns the kickoff to the, eight, to the So Miller returns the kickoff, takes it out across the 15-yard line. It is seven to nothing. The quarterback Blake Levy, number seven. He's a 6'3", 190-pound freshman. He'll start. At the running back positions, Johnny Ovalier, he's a sophomore, 5'8". And they've got two receivers out wide on both sides. Mount St. Joseph playing good press man-to-man so far. Handoff goes to Ovalier, and Ovalier is going to take it off the right side. And out across the 23, maybe to the 24-yard line. No gain on the play. Tackled by number 98, Zach Taylor. 7-0, Mount St. Joseph on top of it. And we haven't even played... Two minutes of this football game. Levy, Levy, I'm sorry, is the quarterback number seven. And he's in the backfield. To his left is Ovalier out of the pistol, dropping back. And they're going to throw it upfield, and it is over the head of the intended receiver, Deontay Kelly, number 10. Kelly could not come down with that high pass from Levy, and it is incomplete. So that brings up third down and call it nine yards to go for Anderson as they send out Levy wide to the left out wide to the right is Massey out of the pistol formation now they've got four receivers two on each side Ovalier to the left of Levy in the backfield he drops back looks underneath he's going to be hit behind the line and drop Nolan Miller was the first one to grab him and then Applegate came in and got finished off the sack first sack of the afternoon by the Lions all the way back to the 15 yard line and it brings up fourth down and punting time for the Ravens boy right off the corners the Lions came in and made that sack happen Coming in to punt the football away is Chase Goodwin. And he will punt the football away from about his own goal line. Speakman back at about midfield to return this punt with 12.58 and running left to go in the first quarter. And they get the punt away, and it's a sideways kick that Speakman will take in right at midfield. He's going to be grabbed and dropped immediately. Great play by the Ravens special teams player. 
And that is DeLon Thomas. Thomas, a freshman. And it stopped Speakman for no gain on the return right at midfield, and that's where the Lions have the football. So Mount St. Joseph comes out, and they have got three receivers out to the near side. Trayon Taylor into the football game for the first time. And again, they go with no running backs here this afternoon. Empty backfield. Tomlin drops back. He's going to throw a pass out into the flat. Complete. That goes to Earls again at the 40 to the 35. He'll be run out of bounds at about the 33-yard line on the play. That's a 17-yard completion. And Tomlin is on track this afternoon. He is 3-for-3. The Lions coaching staff said Tomlin had an excellent week of practice, especially Thursday. And, boy, he's showing it today. Another completion to Earls out on the left-hand side across the 30. Stutter steps at the 25, inside the 20, and he'll be run out of bounds at the 17-yard line. Boy, another big play, another big gain of 14 yards. And these officials, boy, they don't even let the sticks get set after a first down is made. They want the clock to continue to run. Tomlin's going to take the snap. First and 10 at the 14. He's going to throw it into the end zone to Roberts, and Roberts alligator armed the ball and couldn't come in with the reception as it falls incomplete. He had beaten the defensive back on the play and had the touchdown if he just would have brought it in, but he could not do it, and it brings up second down and 10 from the 16-yard line. And ball actually at about the 17-yard line is where they've got it spotted. Again, the empty backfield. Lions going with the hurry up. Sun starting to peek through here. Hard snap. Whistles are blown. And let's see, the umpire is one that threw the flag into the middle, and I think they're going to call some movement on the line against the Lions. And that's what it is. Illegal procedure against the Lions as they moved on the front line. Knocks them back five yards from the 17 back to the 22. And it brings up second down 15. Tomlin so far today, four for five. He has been outstanding. Dropping back, looks to his left. He's going to throw it in on the fade pattern. He's got Glines open in the end zone. Touchdown! Boy, Glines ran the wheel pattern from his slot position, and he was wide open in the end zone. And Tomlin with the pump fake helped pull the safety over to the left, and Glines went into the corner for the score, and it's now 13 to nothing. Boy, the Lions are picking up right where they left off last week against Earlham. Mullins is the holder, and Jerry Porter coming in to, again, attempt the extra point here today. Lions hitting 97% of their extra points this year between Dufresne and Porter. And just as I say that, Porter hits the upright and bounces off, and it's no good. So we've only played two minutes and 59 seconds of this one, and the Lions are already up on top of it, 13 to nothing. Here from Don Brandon Field. 12:01 remaining to go in this first quarter of play and the Lions are looking like a well-oiled machine. Tomlin 5 of 6 for 122 yards. They're going to give him the touchdown pass that Roberts fell in the end zone on. So because they're doing that, that is his 50th touchdown pass of his career. And on top of that, with that one, two glides, that gives him 51 in his career. So Porter, now check that Dufresne, excuse me, is going to kick it off, and Dufresne gets a high end-over-end short kick 
It'll be taken in at the 15 to the 20, and it will be brought down right at the 25, maybe the 26. Ball loose on the play. Lions are saying that they've got the football, and let's see, they do. The running, the runner coughed up the football and coming up with it on the play to recover the fumble is Nate uh, Cameron Hill. Cameron Hill out of Hopewell, Virginia, the freshman, playing special teams, and he jumped right on top of the football, and the Lions will have it first and 10 at the Anderson 26-yard line. Not the way Anderson wanted to start this thing out on senior day. Now the Lions will go with the pistol formation for the first time this afternoon. Williamson into the ball game at running back. Trips out to the far side. Roberts is out to the near side. Tomlin drops straight back, looks up the field. He's going to throw it into the end zone to Roberts. He's got him on the post batter touchdown. And it is now 19 to nothing. And the Lions have made the most of their plays here today. And Tomlin, he has had one incompletion. He has been on fire so far in the first three minutes of this ball game. 11.49 left to go in the first quarter and it's already 19 to nothing the Lions on top of it and Porter who just seconds ago hit the upright on an extra point attempt comes back in to attempt this one low snap Mullins gets it down but Porter will put it through the uprights and it's good 11.49 left to go in the first quarter and your score it is Mount St. Joseph 20 and the Ravens nothing Are you a small business owner that wants more customers? Of course. What business wouldn't? I'm Dave Mitchell. What if I told you I could help you increase your customer base, possibly 2,000%? You'd wonder how, right? OneCom Media can give you all the details. We can show you how to increase your customer base and give you a great return on your investment for your website. This means more customers, more business, and more money in your pocket. Get more details by calling me at OneCom Media. The number is 513-268-2799. Increase your customers with OneCom Media, 513-268-2799. So 11.49 left to go in this first quarter, and you are not mishearing this score. It is 20 to nothing, Mount St. Joseph on top of it, as they have been a machine so far in this ball game. Lions will kick it off, and it will be taken in by the Ravens across the 20 out to the 21-yard line. And that is where the Ravens will start, and they have not been able to do much offensively. DeLon Thomas returning that kickoff. Eleven and a half minutes now and running as the officials trying to keep things going here quickly. It's almost like that they've got somebody a dinner date to get to. They have been quick on this one, not only starting the clock after first downs, but now here after the kickoff. Play clock down to 15 as Levy moves in motion, and there's motion on the offensive line by Anderson, and the penalty will knock them back five yards. Ball start, number 51 in the offense. Five-yard penalty. So movement on the offensive line knocks Anderson back five yards, so instead of starting at the 22, they go back to the 17. And obviously some fans from the Ravens are... Not happy with the way that this thing has started out. Levy in the backfield with Ovalier. Fake handoff, running play action, throw over the middle, and it is complete on the play to Deontay Kelly. And Kelly on the slant and takes it across the 22 out to the 25, maybe the 26-yard line. 
and he gains five yards on that reception, and it is second down, or make it nine yards, makes it second down six yards to go after the penalty. Ball sitting just across the 25, just shy of the 26. Levy up looking at his offensive line. Now he switches his running back. Johnny Ovalle from the right side to the left side. And Ovalle is going to get the handle, and he's going to take it in, and he's going to be hit and dropped at the 24-yard line. Ovalle tackled on the backfield. Second down. Third down. And that's a loss of three, and it'll make it third down and nine yards to go. 10-11 left to go in this first quarter of play. It is 20 to nothing. Mount St. Joseph on top of it on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. And you can hear the wind kicking up somewhat here today. So Levy, with a volley to his right, moves a man in motion to the far side. That's Jalen Miller. Miller now sets up in a slot position. Levy takes the... Snap, drops back, now gets hit behind the line, and he's going to be dropped for another sack. Third of the afternoon by the Lions, and that time it's Zach Taylor coming in and getting the sack. Second time today for the Lions, and it will be punting time for Anderson. Levy just has had no time to do anything offensively when he goes back to pass the football. The Lions are getting great penetration off the corners to come in and swarm Levy before he even gets a chance to set up. So Anderson will punt the football away, and Speakman is back set to return, and that punt is going to be partially blocked, and it's going to be pulled in by Mount St. Joseph at the five-yard line and taken to the four-yard line. Looked like Glines had the block and returning, recovering the block on the play for Mount St. Joseph looked like well, we're trying to see if we can figure it out looked like Gavin Edmondson came up with the recovery and now the Lions will have the football at the three yard line just inside the four and they've already got a 20 to nothing lead Lions bring Williamson out he's going to play at the running back position also coming in to play at tight end is Fair Harris and he is in the football game number 11 Tomlin handoff to Williamson Williamson gets hit going on the left hand side and he's going to be drugged down at the 10 so Williamson loses 7 yards on the play back to the 10 yard line and it brings up second and goal for the Lions Dickey with the tackle on the play for Anderson 8.40 left to go and running Lions now second and goal They've got the spread offense. Williamson to the left out of the pistol with Tomlin. Tomlin fake handoff. Looks into the end zone. Can't find anybody. Now rolls out to his left directing traffic. Throws into the back of the end zone. And it will be incomplete. Almost intercepted by the Lions on the play. Charles Keith, it looked like, was... That would be Crevon Maple. Maple with the possible interception, but he couldn't hang on to it as he hit the ground. And it brings up third and goal for Mount St. Joseph with 8.26 remaining in the first quarter of play. Williamson to the right of Tomlin. Two receivers out wide on each side. Dropping back Tomlin. Looks it to the right. Looking for Roberts. Can't find him. Now rolls out to the right sideline. He's going to keep tucking under. And he's going to run it inside the 10. And he'll be pushed out of bounds at the 8-yard line. And it brings up fourth down and goal. And the punting, or the kicking team comes in for the Lions. 
So Jerry Porter will come in to kick the field goal. Porter on the year. Field goal attempts, 2 of 4 for 50%. Spencer Dufresne is 1 of 1 kicking field goals. Of course, he did that against Rose Holman two weeks ago. So Porter with the ball spotted at the 15 will attempt a 25-yard attempt. Crosswind, Porter. Ball is down, kick is up, and boy, that sidewind and curled right inside the left upright, and it is good. So that makes it 23 to nothing. The Lions on top of it here in Anderson, Indiana. Gives us an opportunity to tell you that after years in the same location, the Wishbone Tavern has moved. You can join them now just yards behind their current location, or where it was, on Delhi Avenue, as they've moved into the Delhi Plaza. And if you haven't been in there yet, step in, because they have done a great job of getting their new location all set up. But that's the only thing that changed. They're still serving the best wings and burgers in town and offer a relaxed family-style atmosphere with a full menu of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings. Your mouth is going to water from the moment you walk through the door. The Wishbone Tavern is part of the community, providing fundraisers and sponsoring local teams like Mount St. Joseph Football. The Wishbone Tavern, open every day at 11, and be sure to stop into their new location in the Delhi Plaza. So Dufresne is going to kick it off from left to right, leading 23 to nothing for the Lions, and he drills one deep. It'll be taken in at about the 12-yard line, cuts it to the 15. To the near side comes the runner, and he is going to be hit at the 17-yard line and dropped right there. DeLon Thomas, let me check that on that run back. That is Drew Wilson is the man returning that Miller, kick, by Williams. Williams kick return. And now they say it is Miller. So Miller returning the kickoff, and he takes it outside the 15 to the 17-yard line, and with 7.45 left to go in the first quarter. That is where Anderson will start out. And let's see if Levy is still the quarterback. He is not into the football game now for the Ravens is a new quarterback as Levy has had problems and that looks like Jason Kane is in a quarterback and he throws it out to the right side and it is incomplete is that Jared Hubble yes that is Hubble in a quarterback King Jason King is the new quarterback number 17 couldn't tell if that was a 12 or a 7 but Jason King is the quarterback and now King up to the line of scrimmage calling out the play and then drops back into the pistol formation Johnny Ovalier to his right moving in motion to the far side is Barnett and King is going to keep it that and he'll take it right up the middle across the 20 out to the 22 yard line and it makes it after a five yard gain second down and five yards to go maybe a third down five yards to go Coming up at halftime, Blake Watson will be talking with the all-time touchdown pass leader for the Lions, Chayton Tomlin, who just happens to be playing here this afternoon. So by the miracle of tape, we'll be bringing you that interview. 7-10 and running left to go in this first quarter of play. It is 23-0 Lions on top of it, and the Ravens have a third down and six yards to go situation. King with a volley to his right. Low snap. King can't get it, and he's got it fall on the football at the 14-yard line. Loss of eight on the play, and Anderson will be forced to punt the football away. 
So everything that could go wrong for the Ravens here so far this afternoon has gone wrong. And setting back, Anderson will drop back to punt the football away. And Troy Speakman, who was the special teams player of the week in the Heartland Conference last week, is back at about midfield to return this punt with 8.20 remaining in the first quarter. Anderson will get the punt away, end-over-end kick that will be taken in by Speakman in his own territory at the 48. Now cuts to the far side across midfield, picks up a block to the 45, and he'll be drugged down inside the 45 to the 44-yard line. So a return of about eight on the punt. Speakman sets up the Lions in Anderson territory, and by my recollection, they have only set up outside the 50-yard line once in this game, and that was on the opening kickoff. So it's first and 10 for the Lions at the Ravens' 43-yard line. 23 to nothing is your score. Tomlin in the backfield with Williamson in the Lions' all-white uniforms. Tomlin out of the pistol, trips to the far side, dropping back Tomlin. Looking up the field, he's going to throw it deep into the end zone. He has got Roberts. Roberts complete at the five and takes it into the end zone for the score. That is four touchdown passes today for Chayton Tomlin, and it is now 29 to nothing. Lions on top of it with 8:02 remaining to go in this first quarter. Porter is coming in to kick the extra point. And at some point, there's not left, not a lot left to say. Mullins gets it off to Porter. Porter's going to kick it up, and he kicks it through. So there's 8.02 remaining in this first quarter. And again, you are not mishearing this score. It is 30 to nothing. Mount St. Joseph on top of Anderson. Of course, the men's basketball team started practice earlier this week. We're going to get underway doing some basketball games for you in about three weeks' time here on Ultimate Sports Talk. The women from Mount St. Joseph will be playing November the 11th in the Lauren Hill Classic at Xavier University. We'll bring you the time and the opponent of that contest coming up next week on our broadcast. We'll be bringing you some women's games also. All the men's games and... um, Probably about six or eight of the women's games this year. So Porter, I'll check out Dufresne, excuse me. Porter is 37, Dufresne is 27. Back set to return is Creed Switzer, and Switzer is going to take it in at his 15-yard line, cuts to the near side to the 20, and he's going to be brought down by Edmondson. Ball loose, ball near the sideline, but the official comes in, blows his whistle, and says... Switzer was down on the return, so the fumble didn't happen, and Anderson will continue to have the football here, and he'll be down at about the 18-yard line. 5.59 left to go in this first quarter. 5.55, I should say. And the ball resting at the 18-yard line. King, still in a quarterback. 
And in the backfield is Darius Mitchell. And Mitchell is going to get the handoff right up the middle, and he's going to be stacked up and down at the 19-yard line. Nate Stone with the tackle coming in and taking down Mitchell at the 19-yard line after just a gain of a yard. When we get an opportunity, we'll check out some scores for you here, especially that Franklin-Rose-Holman game that is so integral to the champion of the Heartland Conference and possible playoff berth. 5.25 remaining in this first quarter. It is 30 to nothing. the Lions on top of it. And you're going to see, just like last week, a lot of bench players come in. King looks to his left, now throws to his right, and it's knocked away and incomplete, almost intercepted. On the play by the Lions, Tyler Hanna got his hands on it. So did Peyton Williams, but Peyton Williams couldn't bring it in. So it's third down and 10 yards to go now for the Ravens. As they send Jalen Miller out far to the slot right position. Now empty backfield for the Ravens. King. The quarterback, a lot of movement on the line, flags down. I think the Lions jump. King's going to throw the fade pattern up the field, and it is incomplete to his retended receiver on the play. Michael Bell wheelwright, and he couldn't come down with it, but there was movement on the line by the Lions. I think they jumped, and they did, so it's offside against the Lions. And it'll bring up third and five instead of third and ten. Five oh eight remaining in this first quarter. King looking off to the sideline to get the play from his head coach. King so far today 0 for 2 in the passing department. So it's an empty backfield. King drops back, trips out to the far side, single receiver to the near side. Ball in the center of the field. King drops back. He's going to throw it to the right side. It's going to be knocked away and incomplete. Almost intercepted by Dustin Applegate as he knocked the ball up in the air and then tried to chase it down. You could see his eyes get really big through his helmet, wanting that interception because he may have taken it in for a score. So the incompletion brings up fourth and five, and again, Anderson will be forced to punt with 5.04 left to go in the first quarter. So Speakman will set back at about his own 40 to bring this football back. And the snap is taken. Good high spiral kick that Speakman has to go all the way back to his 25 and pick up. Speakman now cuts to his left, cuts to his right, and he's going to be dropped at the 27-yard line. Flags are all over the place. Boy, about five officials threw a flag on that play, and let's see what is going to be called here. I think it's going to be something against the Lions. I think a couple players got tangled up, probably a hold against the Lions, because both players popped up off the turf and then slapped each other in the head and went to their sidelines. So it's a block in the back. Against the Lions. So that'll be a 10 yard penalty. Tavon Robertson picking up the penalty. Block in the back. So instead of having it at the 27, Lions will move back to their own 17 yard line. 4.52 remaining to go in this first, half, first quarter of play. 
And they take it back to the 17-yard line, and that's where the Lions will take it over, and they go with the empty backfield again. Tomlin, the quarterback, running the running the show out of the complete shotgun, trips out to the far side. Tomlin throws it out into the flat, complete to Tucker. And check out Trayon Taylor. Taylor across the 30, and he'll run out of bounds. And let's see who that is. That was Derek Williamson. Derek Williamson from Grove City. He's wearing, I believe that was who that was. I'm trying to ascertain. It looked like another eight, but it wasn't Grayson Roberts. So it's a first down on that pass completion. Tomlin again empty backfield, throws over the middle, complete at the 36-yard line, and now the official says no, it was not complete. So it was Trayon Taylor who caught that pass, excuse me, and earlier, and then that was a pass to Taylor that they say bounced off the turf, incomplete, and it brings up second and 10 from the 31. Trips out to the near side for the Lions. They've got two receivers out wide left. Tomlin, who's had an excellent day so far, takes the snap, looks upfield. Plenty of time. Now moves up into the pocket, throws over the middle, complete declines at the 40. Almost broke a tackle. He's close to the first down at the 41-yard line. They will be shy of the first down by about a yard after a nine-yard gain. With 4.09 left to go in the quarter, and it is third down and a yard for the Lions. Tomlin gets right back to the line of scrimmage on third and one. Empty backfield. Tomlin looks over in the flat. It is complete on the play and out of bounds. Nice completion to Kendall Sproul, who's back into the lineup this week. Sproul making that catch, eight-yard reception, and another first down for the Lions. 3.45 left to go in this first quarter. Tomlin again out of the empty backfield and the hurry-up. Lions lead it 30 to nothing. Tomlin, pump fake to the left. Now he's going to throw it up the right side. He's got A.J. Glines up there, but he could not get away from the def- nice defensive coverage that Anderson had on him by Eric Peoples. So the pass is incomplete. Tomlin, so far today, 9 of 12 in the passing department, 214 yards. He's got those four touchdown passes. But this is obviously the longest time of possession the Lions have had so far. Pass goes out on the left-hand side to Kendall Sproul, and Sproul across midfield. And run out of bounds at the 48-yard line. That is a four-yard reception on the play by Sprouls. And it brings up third down and along six yards to go in Anderson territory at the 48. Tomlin takes the snap, looks down the middle, plenty of time. He's going to throw it deep down the middle. He's got Sprouls, and it's incomplete. Boy, Kendall tried to time catching that pass, but he just misjudged where the pass was going to come down at. I'm not sure if the wind kicked up at the last second or not. Brings up fourth down and six yards to go, and the Lions will go ahead and punt the football away. So the Lions will punt the football away and in set to return. For Anderson, we have no idea. As they've got two men set back to return. High snap, but Porter's got to go up and get it. Porter's going to get the punt off, and it is a short kick. Might have been blocked, partially blocked. It'll be taken in by one of the upbacks at the 40, to the 45, to the 50. Breaks into the clear. To the 45, he fumbled the football, and Anderson's going to jump back on top of it at the 33, 34-yard line of Mount St. Joseph. Boy, that was just a comedy of special teams play 
from the very beginning. Porter ended up, it was a high snap, he brought it down, he ended up getting the punt partially blocked, was taken in by one of the upbacks who ran it back, broke a couple of tackles, and then when he was being tackled, coughed up the football, and then Anderson jumped back on top of it in Mount St. Joseph territory at the 34-yard line. That's where they've got it first and 10. King into the ball game with Ovalier in the backfield with it. And the man who recovered the fumble had to leave injured, but he's okay and walking off under his own power. 2.58 left to go in this first quarter. So this is the first time Anderson has had the football in Mount St. Joseph territory. They've got it at the 34. Fake handoff. King, check that. That's Levy back into the ball game. Levy makes a completion, completed pass, and the receiver spun away from the tackle at the 15, fumbled it, picked it back up, and ran it down to the 8-yard line. Williams with the catch. Then he fumbled it, picked it back up, and took it down to the 5-yard line. So it's first and goal for Anderson with 2.35 left to go in this first quarter. Levy, handoff, goes to Ovalle, and Ovalle takes it right into the middle of the line. And he gains two on the play. Takes it down to the three. Second down, goal to go. For Anderson. As Levy will lead them back up to the line of scrimmage. Ovalier in the backfield, and he incomplete as Levy tried to throw the ball into the corner of the end zone. It was knocked down on the play by Colby Webb. Colby Webb knocked that pass down. If he'd have collected that in, he may have run it about 95 yards for a touchdown. There was nobody in between him and the end zone. I know Colby would love to make amends for the interception that he made against Rose Holman and then fumbled it back to them on the ensuing return. That is one that has bore into his mind for the last couple of weeks. Third down goal to go for Anderson. Off to the left-hand side. Levy, Levy hands it off, and it goes to the running back coming in. That's Deontay Kelly. Kelly from his wide receiver position trying to run the jet, and the Lions read it perfectly and dropped him at the 10-yard line for a loss of seven. So it's fourth down goal to go, and the kicking team comes in for Anderson with a minute 35 and running left to go in the first quarter. So the Lions' defense stiffens after that initial nice catch, fumble, and run by Williams. And coming into Anderson will try the field goal of about 27 yards. Ball is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. So the field goal is good with a minute 13 left to go in this first quarter of play. 30-3 to is your score here with the Lions on top of it. Let's check and take a look at some scores. Franklin on top of Rose Holman here this afternoon. 14-3. to That's in the first quarter of play. College of Worcester is leading Hiram 30-12. to Bluffton losing to Manchester 14-7. to And Hanover and Earlham, they're going to kick off today at 2.30. That was originally scheduled to be 
a 1.30 kickoff. They're going to kick that off at 2.30. Outside the conference, Mount Union is beating up on Wilmington, 21 to nothing in the first quarter of play. Ashland beating Tiffin, 10 to 3. We already gave you the Worcester score. And that's a look at the scores from today. So far here this afternoon. We'll check college football action coming up for you here in just a little bit, but we're still in the first quarter of this one. 113 left to go in the first quarter. And it is 30 to 3. Mount St. Joseph easily their best scoring quarter of the year. They scored 66 points, which is a school record for a game last week. And I'm not sure if they'll even go for that record today. High end over in kick lines is going to take it in at his goal line. Cuts it up the far side to the 10, 15, and he'll struggle forward across the 20 down to the 21-yard line. These Anderson fans on senior day, they have not given up hope by any stretch of the imagination. They are trying to will their team back into this one. They're down right now by 27, but there's a lot of football left to play here this afternoon. Sun, as the clouds are starting to clear away, coming through. This is the last home game of the year for Anderson. Tomlin comes out, empty backfield, 225 yards passing, 11 of 16 through the air for the sophomore quarterback. and He's got four TDs here today. Tomlin in the backfield. He's got Williamson to his left out of the pistol. And the handoff goes to Williamson. Williamson strings it out to the near side here, takes it to the 20, now puts his head down, and he's going to be gang-tackled by about six Raven defenders, and he'll be stopped at the 20-yard line for a two-yard loss. That's not Williamson's forte. He does not run wide. He normally goes north and south, and he tried to go east and west there and outrun the Ravens' defense. It didn't work. Tucker into the ballgame now at the running back spot. He's lined up to the left of Tomlin. Trips to the left. Roberts to the wide right. Dropping back Tomlin. Dumps it off to Tucker on the left-hand side. Cuts it inside the 20 to the 23, 24-yard line before he is spun down and stopped after a four-yard completion. And it brings up third down and eight yards to go for the Lions. And Anderson playing really with a renewed sense of urgency after they were Basically stung in the first three minutes of this ball game with three quick TDs. Third and eight, we're under a minute to go, and actually under ten seconds to go, and that'll do it for the first quarter of play. So we've played one here from Anderson, Indiana, and your score. It is Mount St. Joseph 30 and Anderson 3. For most military service members, returning home is a joyful time. But when these troops come home injured, it can be the beginning of a long and painful struggle to recuperate a struggle that can affect their entire family. The Coalition to Salute America's Heroes is a nonprofit organization that has put together an array of support services for these heroes. They include programs that help with jobs and financial aid, as well as conferences that can assist them on their road to recovery. The goal is to help our heroes and their families transition back to civilian life with pride and dignity. Our servicemen and women all volunteer to serve and defend this nation. The Coalition to Salute America's Heroes can help you thank them for their sacrifices both on and off the battlefield. To learn more or to find out how you can volunteer to help at a VA hospital, call 1-888-44-SALUTE or visit saluteheroes.org on the web. Dave Mitchell back here at Anderson, Indiana, Don Braden Field, where it is 30-3. 
Mount St. Joseph on top at the end of the first quarter of play. And as we told you earlier, Rose Holman is leading over Franklin, or I should say Franklin leading over Rose Holman, 14 to nothing, and that's in the first quarter of play. So we switch ends. Mount St. Joseph going from right to left across your computer screen. Tomlin in the backfield. He's got Tucker back there with him out of the pistol formation. Two receivers out wide on each side. Lions opening play here of the second quarter. Tomlin drops straight back. He's looking down the middle. Throws it out to the right sideline, and it is complete. Nice play and a nice catch by D.J. Martin along the sideline across the 35 to the 36-yard line, 11 yards on the completion. Tomlin has been right on par today, 12 of 17 passing. He's close to 300 yards. Lions first and 10 from their own 36-yard line. Tomlin again with Tucker to his left. Trips out to the far side. Tomlin, handoff goes to Tucker right up the middle across the 40. Down up to the 42-yard line. Nice gain of six on the play for Tucker. And it makes it second down. And about, I'll call it about three yards to go. And obviously somebody can't figure out how to put their chair in, and they're right by our crowd, Mike. And bringing it down is Tomlin. Tomlin's going to throw it out to the left side. Complete to Glines. Glines takes it across midfield to the 45-yard line, and he's run out of bounds at the 43-yard line. Nice job on the play by Glines to catch that and turn it upfield. 14-yard reception and a first down for the Lions. Down to the 43-yard line of Anderson. Tomlin. He is just a surgeon here this afternoon. They said he had a great week of practice, especially Thursday, and he has come out here and proven it this afternoon. Tomlin looks over the defense. He's got two receivers out wide on both sides. High snap, hands it off to Tucker, though. And Tucker, because of that high snap, is going to be wrapped up behind the line of scrimmage and dropped at the 46-yard line. Loss of three on the play. And it brings up second down 13. Tucker really had no place to go after that ball was... That was snapped high to Tomlin. Tomlin had to jump up and then try to get it into the belly of Tucker. And it just threw up the timing off on the play. So it's second down, 13 yards to go from the 46 of Anderson. Tomlin in the backfield, drops back, looks straight up field, steps into the pocket. Now he's going to throw it up the right side. He's got Roberts double team, and Roberts is going to come down with it, does he? And he's got the football on a nice catch and runs out of bounds at the two-yard line. 44-yard reception on the play to Grayson Roberts. And, boy, what a throw and what a catch by Roberts. And one of the DBs for Anderson is down out of bounds near the end zone, and now he's up and going to hobble his way off the field. Looks like his ankle, and now he drops to the side And as the trainers come out, and they're going to check everything out on him. And that gives us an opportunity to check some more scores here for you today as the Lions will have the football first and goal at the Anderson two-yard line. Franklin now leads over Rose Holman. 14-9 is the score there. Also, Manchester leading over Bluffton 14-7. We already told you Hanover and Earlham get underway at 2.30 today. Mount Union is beating up on Wilmington this afternoon 35-0. Ashland over Tiffin. That's in the second quarter, 24-3. College of Worcester in Worcester is beating Hiram 30-12 today. 
And that's a look at the scores here this afternoon going on in small college football. And if we get an opportunity, we'll take a look at the top 25 coming up in college football scores. And, and we got an opportunity here. Texas over Oklahoma State in the third quarter with six minutes to go, 10-7 to in that ball game. Wisconsin beating Maryland 28-9, to also in games that are underway right now. But back here, we're getting underway to play for more football as the Lions have it first and goal at the two-yard line of Anderson. Tucker in the backfield with Tomlin. Handoff to Tucker. Right up the middle. Takes it behind Tepe. Fumble on the football, and it's taken away by Anderson. Tucker coughed it up near the goal line. He wasn't into the end zone as of yet. And Anderson recovered the football. Nice play defensively by Trey Boer. Now let's see it's Dantes Hines. He's number 24. They got two 24s. Tucker says he was in the end zone, but the officials say, no, you were not, young man. So Anderson is going to take it over first and ten at their own two-yard line, and they turn the Lions away. Boy, they've got to be happy with the way that that has turned out. Their defense really turned stout. Levy back into the ballgame, and now there are two running backs in the ballgame. Alex Dickey is in the backfield. Dickey, he is the single setback now in the backfield. I'll check that. And I believe that is Dickey. It says 16, and 16 is going to get it. Fake handoff to him, and throws upfield, and it is incomplete. Trying to go to Derek Massey, and Massey was well covered on the play by Troy Speakman. Boy, Speakman, for a guy who did not play the first three games of the year, has really come forward for the Lions and become a big, big part, not only of their defense, but of their special teams. Now the officials, there's a lot of players wondering what's going on here, and the officials are meeting near the football, and now the head referee is going to come over. Mount St. Joe, 15 yards, and first Sideline interference. interference called against Mount St. Joe. Normally they give you a warning, first of all, and we didn't ever see a warning given. Now they're going to issue a 15-yard penalty against the Lions. The ball was thrown on this side of the field, not on the Lions' side. But that's going to get Anderson out of their territory deep and take it outside the 15 to the 17-yard line. That's curious because normally, like I said, they give you a warning first, but we did not hear of a warning given. So Levy now moves a man in motion to the near side. They've got trips on the near side on first and 10 from the 17. Levy drops back. He's going to throw the ball over the middle. It's complete to Massey. Massey at the 30. Cuts to the far side, 35-40. He's got a t blocker in front of him, and he's going to be run out of bounds at the 45-yard line. Boy, nice play. 29 yards on the reception for Massey, and a first down for Anderson out to the 45-yard line is where they finally spot him out of bounds. 12-18 and running left to go in this first half of play. Now Massey's going to have to come out of the ball game. I think he may have sprained his ankle somewhat. And Charles, check at Crevon Maple, Maple into the ball game, and he immediately throws his gloves off the field, straps up his head strap, and now ball is thrown into the direction 
on the play to Deontay Kelly, and now a flag is thrown downfield. It was incomplete. Now a flag is going to be thrown. I think Kelly argued enough that he's going to get a pass interference penalty. Well, as quickly as they ran the clock in the first quarter, the officials are running the second quarter at a snail's pace. Unsportsmanlike conduct called against Mount St. Joseph and against Tyler Hanna. So Hanna, not sure what happened over there, but evidently did something. So the 15-yard penalty takes it down into Mount St. Joseph territory to the 40-yard line. 30-3 is the score here in the second quarter of play. Blake Watson has an interview with Chayton Tomlin coming up at halftime. Dropping back, Kelly. Kelly, heavy rush, rolls out to the right. He's going to flip the ball into the flat, and it is complete to Maple. Maple across the 35, and he's going to be brought down at the 31-yard line. Nine yards, boy, that was just pure quarterback savvy by Levy. He got away from a heavy rush and then dumped it out into the flat to Maple for a nine-yard gain and a second down and yard to go. Anderson, Charles Keith was the receiver on that. And now a pass comes to Massey, and Massey to the 30-yard line. And he is brought down right at the 30. And let's see if that's enough for a first down. It is. So Anderson picks up the first down with 11-10 left to go. So it is first down and 10 for the Ravens at the Mount St. Joe. 30-yard line. And Levy with the man in the backfield. Dropping back. Looks over the middle, and it is incomplete. Nice place by Hannah, and a flag comes from the official 20 yards behind the play, and he's going to call a pass interference penalty against Hannah. Wow. Now the side judge is going to come in who didn't throw the flag, and he's going to have a talk with Hannah. Hannah's already been hit with an unsportsmanlike conduct. And he turns around and walks away, and now he's going to talk to the official that actually called the flag. And what is it? Are they calling an offensive pass interference? No, they're taking it down to the 20. Okay. So gives the Ravens a first down to the 20-yard line. 10-39 left to go in this first half. First and ten for the Ravens. Receivers out wide on both sides. Kelly the quarterback. And this has been mainly the passing attack by the Ravens on this drive. Kelly again drops back and throws it out into the flat and it is complete. Complete to the running back out of the backfield and he takes it inside the 20 to the 20-19 yard line. Bryce King a freshman from Danville, Indiana, 5'10", 175 pounds. Caught that pass and took it for a yard gain, second and nine. King, the man in the backfield and has been. Now they've got receivers out wide on both sides, 10-10. Remaining clock running. The entire offensive unit for Anderson looking over to the side for the play. 13 seconds left on the play clock. Levy. Now brings the team to the line of scrimmage. Moves King. Ball fumbled by Levy. Levy picks it up. Gets away from a defender. Takes it inside the 20 to the 15. And he's down to the 11-yard line. 
Boy, this this drive basically has been all big play by Levy there offensively. And let's see, Tavon Robertson is down at about the 10-yard line, and he looks hurt. And he's going to have to look things over as now the trainers are going to come out and take a look at him. And I think he's just got a cramp in his calf muscle. Now they've got him up immediately, and he'll walk off to the side. Levy so far in the ballgame, 6 of 10, 77 yards. But boy, has he done a great job on this drive. It has been all him. King into, back into the ballgame. Kelly goes out wide to the left-hand side. And the receiver to the right is Massey. So it is third down and a yard to go for Anderson. They need to get inside the 10 to get a first down. Now fake handoff thrown out into the flat to King, and King's going to fall down at the 19-yard line. He tried to cut the football upfield after the catch, and he just let his feet slip out from underneath him. So that's a loss of eight, and it brings up fourth down. And the kicking team will come in for Anderson with 9.15 and running left to go in the first half. Ball will be spotted at the 25. This is going to be a 35-yard attempt. And the wind right now it appears to be blowing into the kicker's face. 35-yard attempt. Ball is down. Kick is on the way, and it is good. So there's 8.54 left to go in the first half. Your score. It's the Lions 30 and the Ravens 6. Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. 8.54 remaining to go in the first half. Stay with us at halftime as we look over the top 25 college football schedule for today. Have some reports on those games, including if Notre Dame is good enough to win a national championship this year and a preview of the Penn State-Michigan game tonight. And also Blake Watson will be talking with Chayton Tomlin. Uh, interview that he recorded yesterday. Tomlin, 15 of 20 in today's game for 300 yards for the Lions and four touchdown passes so far. Anderson will kick it off and back set to return. Take it in. Speakman is going to take it at his 15 to the 20. 25 cuts to the far side to the 30 to the 40 to the 45 and it'll be run out of bounds near midfield. Boy, Speakman is just electric. When he gets ahead of steam, he's hard to bring down. They're going to stop him right at midfield. So a 35-yard return by Troy Speakman. 8.46 left to go in the first half. Lions take over the football right at midfield, leading it 30-6. to Earls comes out wide to the left-hand side. D.J. Martin slot left. Glines at the wing, and Roberts out wide to the right-hand side. Williamson back in 
to the ball game, or is that Tucker behind? That is going to be Tucker. No, it is Williamson. Williamson across midfield, takes it down to the 46-yard line as he continues to churn his legs forward. Gain of four yards on the carry for Williamson. Brings up second and six. We'll be on the road again next week at Franklin. Game time, 1.30. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 1 o'clock here on Ultimate Sports Talk. Second down, five yards to go for the Lions. Ball just shy of the 45-yard line in Anderson territory. High snap. Tomlin's going to grab the football. Gets away from one man. Can't get away from the other, and he's sacked at the 50-yard line. Tomlin sacked by Drew Wilson. Wilson with the sack came in from his outside linebacker position, and it brings up third down and a loss of five. Boy, that high snap really hurt the Lions on two plays so far this afternoon. One on the play to Tucker running it up the middle. And another on that one. So it's third down 10. Tomlin empty backfield. Throws the ball upfield. It's blocked at the line of scrimmage and knocked away incomplete. So it's fourth down, 10 yards to go from midfield. And the Lions will punt the football away. Coming in to punt it away will be Jerry Porter. Porter on the year this season, punt-wise, averaging just under 40 yards a kick, 39.3. And he'll punt this one away from midfield. Anderson with two men back to their own 10-yard line to return this. Another high snap. Porter brings it down, though, and it's a high spiral kick, and it'll be King is going to let it bounce at about the 23, and it'll bounce out of bounds at the 23-yard line, and that's where they spot him out of bounds. 7.28 left to go in the first half. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 30, Anderson 6. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Well, Levy completes a pass while you were away from the 23-yard line out to the 45-yard line to Charles Keith. And it is a first down for Anderson. And Levy, after having a tough start in this ball game, has really put some things together in the last three minutes. He drove the team upfield for a field goal, 35-yarder, on the last possession. And now he's got them set up first and 10 at their own 47-yard line after that completion of 24 yards to Keith. Levy's going to throw it up the right side. Tried to get it to his intended receiver, Keith, again, and it's incomplete. Makes it second down, 10 yards to go. Levy really kind of willed the team down the field the last time and led them to that field goal. It is 30-6 right now. Two field goals by Anderson, four touchdowns, and a field goal by the Lions this afternoon with 6.54 remaining in the first half. Levy hands off to the running back, Quinn Birch. Birch takes it across midfield into 
Mount St. Joseph territory across the 40 to the 30, and he'll be dropped at the 29-yard line. 24 yards on the run by Birch, and now another player, that's Tyler Hanna, is down at about the 35-yard line and hurt. This is one thing that Coach Hopperton talked about was the physicality that Anderson brings into the football game and the Lions, even though they're up on the scoreboard by 24, they have been beat up, beat up in this football game. They have three players have to leave with leg injuries. And Hannah is one that the Lions cannot afford to lose because he's their best corner. Now Speakman may end up being their best corner, but right now, in the amount of games that he's played at that corner position, and he's really fluctuated around in the defensive backfield all year long Speakman has, from corner to nickel back to safety. He has only in the last couple of weeks settled into that other corner position. Hannah, they're really looking at his left ankle, and he is down flat on his back at about midfield. Gives us an opportunity to take a look at some scores, and Hannah, you could tell, is is really hurt upfield. So let's take a look at some of the scores here. Franklin, in that game against Rose Holman, the first place game, leading it again 14-9. They're in the second quarter of play from Terre Haute. Mount Union over Wilmington, they're blanking them at the half, 35-0. Ashland over Tiffin, 24-3. Bluffton and Manchester are tied up at 14. That's in the second quarter of play. Worcester over Hiram, 37-18. And as we take a look at the top 25 schedule and what's going on today, Oklahoma State and Texas are playing this afternoon. And with 14 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, Texas is still leading at 10-7. And Wisconsin with a minute and a half left in the third over Maryland, 28-10. to 10. So Hannah got up and got off to the side, and Levy brings the offense back out for Anderson on first and 10 from the 26-yard line. Birch moving in motion to the far side. Now the pass is thrown out into the flat, and it is complete inside the 25 and run out of bounds is Jalen Miller, and he's run out of bounds at the 23-yard line. Gain of five on the reception, brings up second down, five yards to go. And Levy looks over to the sidelines on second and five, ball at the Mount St. Joseph 23-yard line. Now Miller, who went all the way over to the left-hand side, now comes back over to the near side. Levy trying to direct traffic here, working out of the pistol. Moves Birch over to the right side. Hand off to Birch right up the middle, and he's going to be hit behind the line and dropped. Great play by Spencer Condra, who came in from his linebacker Birch. position along with Applegate the from the defensive tackle Jack spot to bring Birch down. After a loss of two, brings up third down and call it six yards to go. Now for an Anderson first down. As there's the ball sitting just outside the 23-yard line. Miller goes out wide to the right-hand side. Keith is to the near side here for the Ravens. And again, 
They go straight to the line of scrimmage and then look to the sideline for the play call. 5.15 and running left to go in this first half. Dropping back Levy. Levy looks up the right side. He's got a receiver. That's Keith. It's incomplete. Threw it over his head. Incomplete. Gavin Edmondson over there with the coverage. If he'd have put it on the money, they'd have had a touchdown. But with 5.09 remaining, now it's decision time. Do you go for the touchdown or the first down here, or do you go for the field goal? And they're going to go for it. 5.09 remaining, clock stopped. Trips out to the far side. Levy with Birch to his right out of the pistol. Looks to the right-hand side. Slaps his hands. A lot of movement on the defensive line by the Lions. That may be offsides, but it's not. No, it's going to be a legal procedure called against Anderson. Side judge came in and said the offense moved. And let's see if that is definitely what they call. Lions are saying it's against Anderson. Now the officials want to confer with that side judge who called the penalty. Not sure if they saw the same thing he did. And it will be a false start called against Anderson. So that'll move them back five yards and bring up fourth down and about 11 yards to go for a first down for Anderson. That'll take it back to the 28-yard line. So call it fourth and 10. 5.09 remaining after that penalty. Knocks Anderson back five yards. Fourth down, 10 yards to go. Trips again out to the far side. Birch to the right of Levy. Ball in the near hash mark. Levy takes the snap. Play action. Looks upfield. Heavy rush from the corner by Nolan Miller. Got away from him. Flips it out on the right-hand side. Complete up the field. Inside the 15 to the 13-yard line. And again, that was all Levy. 16 yards on the reception. And they convert the fourth down. It's first down for Anderson. First down. And where do they got him spotted at? At the 11-yard line. Right at the 10-yard line. So it's first and goal at the 10-yard line for Anderson. Boy, Levy made that entire play possible just by avoiding the tackle by Nolan Miller coming in from the side and then flipping just a nice touch pass upfield. Now Birch moves in motion out of the backfield, dropping back Levy. Levy's going to throw it into the right corner of the end zone. It's incomplete. Trying to go to his intended receiver. Wheelwright, but he couldn't connect with him. 421 remaining. It's still... Second down, goal to go for Anderson. They get the ball to start the second half of play, too, so a touchdown here would pull them to within 17, and then if they get the football to start the second half and take it down to score, they could make this thing a ball game in the second half. This thing by no intents and purposes is over, even though the Lions made everything look easy in that first period of play. So on second down, throw into the end zone. Levy, he's got a receiver in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown. Jalen Miller in the left corner of the end zone. Levy found him from 10 yards out, and it is 30-13. Anderson with their first touchdown of the day, and they pulled within 17 with 4.16 remaining to go in the first half of play. And an extra point will draw them to within 16. Boy, they Levy has really come to life here in this second quarter. Good snap. 
kick is up, and it is good. 4.16 left to go in the first half. Your score. It is Mount St. Joseph 30 and the Ravens 14. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Well, you've got to give Anderson a lot of credit here. They have not given up on this football game. They are down on the scoreboard 30 to 13, but they were actually down 30 to nothing and kicked a couple field goals and boy, they have done a nice job of staying in this thing and keeping their heads in the football game. And now they have drawn to within 30 to 13. 4.16 left to go in the football game. Or in the first half, I should say, excuse me. And looking out there on the field, there's a penalty called against Anderson. And they're going to knock the football back to the 20-yard line from his own 20. So there was a penalty called against Anderson. Must have been unsportsmanlike conduct or a personal foul of some kind because it knocked them back 15 yards, and they'll be kicking it off from their own 20. Glines and Speakman back set to return this one for the Lions. And the Lions have their full complement of timeouts remaining. So Anderson will kick it off. It is a low line drive kick that Earls is going to let go by him. Speakman's going to pick it up at about the 37-yard line. Cuts it to the near side. Now right up the middle, and he'll be dropped at the 36. So no return. Maybe a loss of a yard on the return by Speakman. And the Lions still have good field position because of that penalty. They'll have it first and 10 at their own 36-yard line. Now they'll mark it at the 37. First and 10 for the Lions. Tomlin 15 of 21 passing. But the Lions really have not had much of a rushing attack. Tucker has got six yards rushing in this first half. It's been all through the air, and they've depended upon Tomlin to do it here today. 4.09 remaining in the half. Tomlin brings down the high snap, hands it off to Darius Pearson, who's into the ball game. And Pearson takes it across midfield on a nice quick hitter up the middle and to the 48-yard line. 15 yards on the run by Pearson, easily the best run of the day by the Lions. And Pearson stays in the ball game. Lions in the hurry up with Tomlin. Good snap that time. Hand off to Pearson again up the middle. Pearson's going to take it to the 46-yard line. Gain of two on the play by Pearson. So he's got two carries and 17 yards on the afternoon. And with those two carries, he becomes the leading rusher for the Lions here today. Again, out of the spread formation. Pearson to the left of Tomlin. Three and a half minutes remaining to go in the half. Ball at the 46-yard line. Now Tomlin's going to take it right up the middle. Cuts it across the 45 to the 40. Goes to the near side. Picks up a block to the 35 to the 30. And he's run out of bounds. What a block by Grayson Roberts as he came back and blocked one of the guys who was coming up to try to knock Tomlin into the next century. And Roberts did the same thing to him. Boy, nice block by Roberts. And it was a clean one. Got his helmet right in front of the man. 
So the ball out of bounds at the 30-yard line. Tomlin drops back. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone. He's got a receiver. Trayon Taylor can't get it to him incomplete. Martin was the intended receiver. I'm sorry. And Martin could not catch up with that pass. It was thrown just a little bit too far. 3.06 remaining to go in the half. 30-13 to 13 your score. And now a timeout is going to be called by Anderson. So Anderson takes time. 3.06 left to go in your first half. Your score. It is Mount St. Joseph 30 and the Ravens 13. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Franklin still on top of Rose Holman this afternoon. 14-9 in that battle for first place here in the Hartley Conference. 3.06 remaining to go in this first half of play. And the first time out taken by Anderson. They've got two remaining, while the Lions still, they're, as Hank Stram used to say, matriculating down the field. Darius Pearson has come in and given the Lions a shot in the arm as far as the running game is concerned. And he's still in the ball game, standing to the left of Tomlin after that timeout. First, second down, and 10 for the Lions at the 30-yard line of Anderson. Tomlin looking things over defensively and takes the snap. Drops straight back. Looks upfield. He's going to be hit as he throws, and it is incomplete. Tried to go to Glines, but in all honesty, there was no way that that could be completed because the linebacker from the left side, Stephen Marshall, coming in and knocking Tomlin to the ground as he was throwing that football. Brings up third and ten. Hurry up offense. Receivers out wide on both sides. Tomlin. With Pearson to his right. Ball on the far hash mark on third and ten from the 30. Looks upfield. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone. He's got Sprouls complete. Touchdown! Boy, he had Sprouls complete right down the middle. And Satan laid it out there perfectly for Sprouls to grab and take into the end zone for the 30-yard touchdown pass of the day. His fifth of the contest. And with 2.54 left to go in the first half, it's now 36-13 Lions. Again with a big lead. And Porter will come in to attempt the extra point. Nice pocket. Tomlin just stepped right up into it and floated the pass upfield to Sprawls for the 30-yard TD. Porter with Mullins the holder. Good hold. Kick is up. And he drills it right through. 2.54 left to go in this first half. We'll keep it right here. And it is 37-13. But still plenty of time. And the way Levy has played... The last two possessions, he started the ball game, didn't look very good. They took him out for two or three series and then brought him back in. And ever since they brought Levy back in, well, that kid has looked outstanding at the quarterback position. He is a freshman from Zionsville High School in Indianapolis, Indiana. If you take a look at their roster, they do a majority of their recruiting right in the state of Indiana. Got a few players from Ohio, some from Florida, but a majority of their players come from Indiana. 
So Spencer Dufresne will tee it up at the 35-yard line, and he'll kick it off with 2.54 left to go in the first half. Lions with a commanding 37-13 lead. And Dufresne will kick it off. It's a low line drive kick. That will be taken in at the 14-yard line by Burt. Burt across the 10 to the 15 to the 20. Spins away from a tackle. Takes it out across the 30 to the 31. And that's where they will stop him right there at the 31-yard line. Good return by Burt. First and 10 for Anderson. They've got two timeouts left and 243 to work with. Levy in the ball game. Boy, he has gotten hot. 11 of 18. 127 yards and a touchdown pass. Here in this second quarter of play. And he is back in at the quarterback position. Birch to his right. Out of the pistol formation. Got great halftime stuff coming up for you in about two and a half minutes. And the pass is complete on the left-hand side. Goes to Jalen Miller. Miller has become his go-to man this afternoon. And he takes it up to the 40-yard line. Gain of 12 on the play and a first down for Anderson. So the very initial play of this possession, and they pick up a first down. Ball just across the 40. Still in Anderson territory. Now Levy looking things over. Looks like he's calling the plays here on this possession. Now he throws it out to the left-hand side. He's got Miller, but overthrowing by about five yards incomplete. Defensively, for the Lions out there, taking the place of Tyler Hanna. They are really going deep onto their bench. Ezekiel Gouch, Gouch from Lithonia, Georgia, was out there in coverage for the Lions. Second down, 10 yards to go at the 40-yard line. Levy barking out the plays. He's got Birch to his right. Receivers out wide on both sides. Lions showing blitz. They pick it up, though, and the throw out to the right side. Nice catch on the play. Oh, what a gorgeous catch by Charles Keith into St. Joseph territory at the 40-yard line. Just a gorgeous catch of 20 yards on the reception by Charles Keith. He went up and caught the ball at the tie point, and Levy is really doing a great job at quarterback here in this second quarter. Two minutes exactly left to go in the half. Levy, first and ten at the Lions, 40-yard line. Now he's looking over to the sideline, picking up plays. He is just dissecting the Lions' defense. Looks upfield, throws the ball up on the left-hand side. He's got a receiver, but it's incomplete. Tried to go to Jalen Miller. And it is incomplete. And again, we talk about Gouch out there at that right corner position, picking up Miller. and He's getting... Baptism by fire here this afternoon. He didn't expect to play. He's the backup to Tyler Hanna. And he is pressed into duty here because of Hanna's injury. Lions going with that cover two defense. And they're trying to play man-to-man on the outside receivers. Levy with the play clock down to 10. Now gets the play call in. He's got Miller in that slot left position. He's been his favorite receiver. Birch moves out of the backfield in motion. Levy takes the snap, drops back, looks up the middle, gets away from the blitz. Now gets hit at the 40, struggles forward as Colby Webb tied him up and brought him down at the 36-yard line and now Anderson will use a timeout with a minute 31 left to go in the half. So a nice run by Levy. All his decisions have been good ones here in the second quarter. Levy has been very, very impressive 
in this second quarter of play. He's a 175-pounder freshman, 6 feet 1 inches tall, as we said, from Indianapolis, Indiana. He started this football game, then was taken out, came back in, and he has done an outstanding job since returning to the quarterback spot. Now Colby Webb, after that tackle, he's walked off to the side and now will take a seat. We've told you that Webb is playing with that groin injury, and there's nothing more that he can do to re-injure it. And he is playing just simply on guts, and the coaching staff has said, when you can play, play, when you can't, leave, and... That's been the way it's gone for about the last four weeks. If Webb wasn't a senior, he probably would have had just taken the rest of the year off and come back next year. But because he's a senior, he did not want that to happen. 131 remaining to go in the half. Levy, after that timeout, now drops back. Looks up the right side. He's got a receiver. It is incomplete. Tried to find Charles Keith on the right side. Troy Speakman was there with the coverage. Incomplete on the pass, and it brings up third down and eight yards to go. Now the Lions bring in more defensive backs and some fresh defensive linemen. And it brings up third down, eight yards to go. Spencer Kander back into the ballgame along with Zach Taylor. Minute 25 remaining in this first half. At halftime, Blake Watson talking with Chayton Tomlin. And we've got some reports on some top 25 college football games as we dwindle towards the national championship. Dropping back is Levy. And Levy throws it over on the right-hand side. Incomplete. Nice play by Speakman. Reaching in and knocking the pass away from Charles Keith. Boy, the Anderson bench wanted an interference call against Speakman, but the officials said no. And now it will be St. Joe's football after that fourth down incompletion. 37-13, Lions with the lead. A minute 22 left to go, and remember, Anderson gets the ball to start the second half. So Tomlin comes into the football game, 16 of 24 passing, 330 yards in this ball game at five TVs. That's just in a half. Tomlin's been outstanding. Now he's got an empty backfield and three timeouts remaining. Tomlin drops back, throws it over on the right-hand side, complete to Sprouls. Sprouls has got a touchdown pass today. Takes it across the 40 to the 43, and a hit out of bounds is going to be called against Anderson. And the official wants to hear none of it coming from the Anderson bench. He's already chirping at them. So the personal foul penalty, ball was resting at the 43-yard line, and it'll be a late hit out of bounds. I'm not sure if it was a correct call or not. That's one of those that probably at this stage of the game you just leave alone. And it will be a personal foul. Late hit out of bounds against Anderson. So a 15-yard penalty will give the Lions a first down and march them into Anderson territory. So the Lions will have the football as the officials now are going to mark it off. Like I said, that's one of those borderline calls. I think it was better off left alone. Take it down to the 42-yard line of Anderson, and it's first and 10 for the Lions after that penalty. 117 left to go in the first half. Tomlin empty backfield out of the shotgun. He drops back after the snap, throws it out to the left-hand side, complete to Sprouls, and Sprouls out of bounds again inside the 40 to the 37-yard line. That's a five-yard completion, and it rings up second down and five. 
Tomlin just content to take those short passes. If Anderson is going to drop off Sprouls that deep, and they are with safety coverage on him in the slot. And there they go again, right back to Sprouls, and the safety came up that time, sniffed it out, and knocked the pass away from Sprouls. That was one of those that Tomlin was just going to continue to go back to it until Anderson proved they could stop it, and that time they did, so now he'll go to something else. Ball at the 38-yard line of Anderson. 111 remaining. Third down. Seven yards to go for a Lion first down. Dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin steps up into the pocket. Now rolls out to the right. He's going to throw the ball into the end zone. He's got Roberts, and it's incomplete. Roberts tried to adjust the route and come back and couldn't get his hands on the football. And it's fourth down and seven, and it's too far for a field goal and probably too close for a punt. So Tyler Hopperton is just going to go ahead and go for it. Fourth down, seven yards to go for the Lions from the 38-yard line of Anderson. Tomlin again out of the empty backfield. A minute three and stopped, and now Anderson wants to take a timeout, and they will. So the Lions now will get an opportunity to talk this one over on fourth down. Fourth down seven with a minute three left to go in the first half of play. It is 37 to 13. Jayton Tomlin, 17 of 27 passing, 336 yards, five TDs. Darius Pearson leading the way rushing. He's got two carries, 17 yards. Jayton Tomlin, three carries, 12 yards. Kendall Sproul coming back from his injury. He's got four catches this afternoon. Three catches for Grayson Roberts for 113 yards and three touchdowns on the afternoon. Glines has got a score, and so does Sproul. So that's the offense so far today for Mount St. Joseph. 103 remaining to go. Next week, we are back on the road for the final time of the season, and that is at Franklin, who at last check was leading Rose Holman in Terre Haute, 14-9 in the second quarter of play. Lions have it fourth down, six yards to go from their own, from the Anderson 38-yard line. Tomlin, empty backfield. Looking things over. Takes the snap. Drops back. Steps up into the pocket. Throws it over the middle. Complete declines at the 21-yard line and a nice sliding catch. Big, big play for the Lions. 15 yards on that reception and a first down on the fourth down conversion. Lions were 20% on fourth down conversions prior to that one on the season. First and 10 from the Anderson 22. Tomlin again out of the empty backfield. Clock running, 40 seconds to go in the half. Now Tomlin, long snap count, takes the snap. Rolls out to the left-hand side, looking into the end zone. A lot of green, he's going to run it to the 20 to the 15 and skip out of bounds at the 13-yard line. Nine yards on the run by Tomlin. He's going to be close to a first down. I think they may spot him just shy of it. Just shy of the 13-yard line, and it'll bring up second down and call it about a yard to go. Well, where did they spot him? They said he went out of bounds at about the 14-yard line, so it's second down two. Clock stops on the out-of-bounds, 32 and a half seconds to go in the first half. Tomlin takes the snap, drops straight back. He's going to look into the end zone, throws it into the end zone for Trayon to D.J. Martin, excuse me, and it's incomplete over his head. And it brings up third and two now for the Lions. 
Tomlin has been extremely accurate here today. And that one he wanted to put up high enough for Martin to be the only one to bring it down. 28.4 seconds left to go in the first half. And now the Lions are going to use a timeout on third down and two yards to go. Caleb Dorrell, the offensive coordinator, wants to talk things over along with Ty Hopperton with the offensive unit. 37-13, Lions lead it here, heading into the half. Franklin still on top of Rose Holman, and that game now still in the second quarter, 14-9. Mount Union really making mincemeat of Wilmington, 42-0. Ashland at the half, leading by 14 over Tiffin, 24-10. College of Worcester in the third quarter over Hiram, 37-18. That's an NCAC game. Bluffton and Manchester all tied up at 14 in the third quarter. And in a game that kicked off at 2.30, the other Heartland Conference game this afternoon. Hanover over Earlham, 7-0, that one early. Earlham trying to break their 39-game losing streak this afternoon against Hanover. So the Lions on third down and two yards to go from the Anderson 14-yard line. Break the huddle after the timeout and come back out to the line of scrimmage. I believe there's two timeouts left for Mount St. Joseph. Tomlin looking over to the side. He's got Pearson in the backfield to the left of him now. Trips to the right in a diamond formation for the, the Lions on third and two. Tomlin, play clock down to nine. High snap, pulls it down. He's going to throw it over the middle. It is knocked down at the line of scrimmage incomplete. And it brings up fourth and two. One thing Anderson does very well is if they don't get to the quarterback, they put their hands in the air and try to bat down the pass, and they've done that three times today that I can remember. So on fourth and two, the Lions will go ahead and try the field goal. And it will be Jerry Porter coming in to attempt the field goal. He's got one today, so he's three of five on the year. This one will be spotted at the 21, so it'll be a 31-yard attempt with 24.4 seconds left to go in the half. Mullins the holder. Snap is down, kick is up, and Porter drills it right through the uprights. So 20.1 seconds left to go in the half, and it is now a 40-13 to 13 lead by the Lions over Anderson. Lions, over the past game and a half now, have scored 160, 106 points. They had 66 last week, 40 this week. So in the last six quarters, they've scored 106 points. That is almost unheard of, and it is mainly because Tomlin and the receivers have just been in simpatico with each other over the past two weeks. Ever since that Rose-Holman game, you can almost see that Rose-Holman game coming with the team becoming flat. And they came out in that ball game and were flat, but ever since then, boy, they've had good practices according to the coaching staff, and they've really rededicated themselves to football. They've got two weeks left to go. They would love to finish second in the conference this year. So Dufresne is going to kick it off for the Lions with 20 seconds to go in the first half. And it's a short kickoff. It will be taken in at the 12-yard line to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. And he's going to cut to the 35 and be busted out of bounds right there at the 30. And, boy, there's a lot of action going on at midfield. Gavin Edmondson got into a scrum with one of the Anderson players. 
So there's 11.3 seconds to go in the half, and Anderson will have it first and 10 at their own 35-yard line. And they have the football to start the second half, too. Keep that in mind. So it's first and 10, but the downs don't matter here. One timeout remaining for Anderson at their own 35. Ovalier is back into the ball game behind Levy. At the 35, first and 10, play clock down to 10. Man in motion to the near side. And the snap comes to Levy. He's going to hand it off to Ovalier. Ovalier to the 40 and brought down at the 41-yard line. Maybe the 42, gain of 7. And the clock will run out on the first half of action here from Anderson. And it has been all good for the Lions. Chayton Tomlin, 19 of 31 passing, 356 yards. That's all in the first half, folks. Five touchdown passes, a long of 61, and the Lions have scored 106 points in the last six quarters of play. Your score here at halftime, it is 40-13. to 13. Mount St. Joseph over the Anderson Ravens. Blake Watson and I will be back with the halftime show, an interview with Chayton Tomlin done yesterday, and a look at top 25 college football. We'll do all that when we return right after this timeout. Hi, I'm Mike Thornton. And I'm Tom Norris. I'm Tom Kelly. I'm Barney Barnum, and I was privileged to serve as a Marine in the Vietnam War. I'm Tom Hudner, and I was privileged to serve as a Navy fighter pilot in Korea. Thank you for your service to our country. We are so very proud of you. As a fellow combat warrior, I thank you for your service. Both Mike and I know firsthand the challenges of combat, and we're privileged to serve with the Navy SEALs in Vietnam. Like you, I have experienced the challenges of war. Back in the day, they didn't have the services, the resources, and tools that are available today to help the troops and their families to stay mentally strong and to deal with the challenge of adjusting after deployment. The tools and resources are there now. Please, make use of them. Don't hesitate to use them. Be strong and determined. Stay strong and have the courage to seek help. Don't let the enemy you defeated on the battlefield defeat you at all. Someone do something, please. Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. The longest moments, those moments that occur after you call 911 and then finally hear the sirens in the distance. You can fill in those longest moments. You can do something. I was dead. I was dead. I was dead. I was dead. I was dead until someone did something. Most sudden cardiac events are witnessed by friends, family, co-workers, and bystanders. They can help a person continue to live. Is your community or workplace hot safe? I was on my way to the hospital when my heart stopped beating. I was at home. I was in church. I was at a basketball game. I was at a nightclub. I was at work when my heart stopped beating. Someone called 911. Someone started CPR. Someone brought an AED. Is your community or workplace heart safe? Someone did something and I'm alive. We're back at halftime of this afternoon's ball game as we're in Anderson, Indiana where the Mount St. Joseph Lions are taking on the Anderson Ravens this afternoon in Heartland College football. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Just a gorgeous day for football today. As we hit the halftime mark, it gives us an opportunity to talk with quarterback for the Lions, Chayton Tomlin. Of course, Tomlin broke several records in last week's victory over Earlham which, by the way, was Earlham's 39th consecutive loss in a row. But Tomlin had five touchdown passes in that game last week, and he just basically obliterated not only some 
game records for the Lions, but also career records. And Blake Watson, the sports information director of Mount St. Joseph University, sat down and spoke with Chayton earlier this week. All right, we're here today with Lions quarterback Chayton Tomlin. Chayton, thanks for coming on today. I appreciate you having me on here. All right, Chayton. Uh, you know, with the, the coaching staff change at the beginning of the year, it, it kind of threw everything into a little bit of a fit for the season. How do you think everything's went with the coaching change? I think uh, Coach Hobbs um, filled the spot for Coach Hubie. I think everything's going pretty well so far. Uh, I like our coaches. They're all young. They're player coaches, and I think that they have our backs no matter what. Yeah, I think that's really important that they have your guys' backs. Um, we just found out because we don't have great records. Um, you broke the career touchdown record last week. Um, congratulations, first off. Uh, what does that record mean to you? Well, getting the news of breaking a record is always awesome. Um, I can't can't break the record without all of the players from last year and this year, and the coaches believing in me and throwing the football and. The head coaches and trusting the offensive coordinators and quarterbacks coaches for letting us throw the ball. So I couldn't have done it without them, and I'm very grateful for breaking the uh, career touchdown record. It's been a little bit of a tough season, kind of up and down for you guys. You've been really, really good at times and struggled at times. Um, and you haven't got a lot of production out of some areas we expected to get production out of going into the season. Plus, you have a guy like Nuke go down. Um, what does it mean to get – people stepping up like some of your guys have really stepped up their game this year to help you guys succeed can you talk about a few of your guys that have done that um well starting off with uh i'll say grayson roberts because last year he uh got switched to safety but um this year he's really stepped up he's leading the team in receiving yards and i think touchdowns also but um he's done very well for us this year and um Slot-wise, uh, Kendall went down, and Glines isn't having the best season that he has at the Mount, and I think the guys are stepping up at that position. And also at running back, uh, like you said, Nuke went down, and Corey Hastings is playing the position well. And I think also Michael Williamson, the Richmond guy, he's playing the position very well too, and he's getting space out there. So, I knew, I knew a question coming into the season was about up front in front of you, and it's, it, it's been a struggle to say the least at times. Um, what can you say about those guys? I mean, they're getting better and they're working every day, but what can you say about them? I think that um, we lost two seniors last year, as you know, uh, Colin Bear and Niehaus. They're great players, but um, we're kind of young at the tackle position and on the inside um, we're all juniors. So I think that our line is holding up their own, and I think that we're getting better day by day, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah, I know uh, both tackles are brand new. I mean, Carson Adams was out. He hasn't played football in three years, so him just getting back on the football field is amazing, much less starting at right tackle. Um, defensively, you know, you go against these guys every day. Uh, we have what I would consider one of the best D-lines in the conference. Talk about what you see facing our defense every day. Well, coming from our defense, even the scout team, our defense gives a great look every day, and when we go one-on-ones, they – um. I'm not going to lie, they've owned the offense this year, but they hold up their own in the games, and I think that our defense, like you said, is very well solid, and that the defensive line position is actually pretty scary to go up against them because they rush me very hard. <laughs> I mean, I remember talking to Coach the other day, you actually got tackled in practice, so it's not something we want that red jersey getting hit. Um, so we're going into Anderson this weekend, week nine, or week eight. 
Um, and then, you know, Franklin next week. Obviously, Anderson is a program that's traditionally been down. Um, how do you keep focused for a game like this when you have the big dog, Franklin, looming behind them? Well, like Coach has always said, we need to worry about the game that's ahead of us right now. So we're going to go into Frank or not Franklin, but Anderson as if we're playing Anderson and we're going to keep our heads on straight for tomorrow's game. But And then when we get done with Anderson's game, then we're going to worry about next week. So. Yeah, I mean, what do you hope to accomplish in the next three weeks to finish out your guys' season? Um, the main goal is to go undefeated and hopefully ruin Franklin's season if they beat Rose Holman this week. But just to go 3-0 and these next couple weeks and, uh, you know, just bond as a team and let the seniors enjoy it. They've only got three games left in their probably football career ever. So just hopefully just, you know, comfort them and make them enjoy their last three games and hopefully come out with three wins. All right, Chayton. Thank you for your time, man. Appreciate it. Blake Watson and Chayton Tomlin on this afternoon's halftime show. I'm Dave Mitchell. A lot more going on around college football today. And, of course, during the pregame show, we went over the noon games, but that gives us an opportunity to take a look at what's happening in games that will kick off at about 3.30 this afternoon. And one of those ball games, as we kick off what's happening around the country in top 25 college football, and we've already talked about Ohio State being off. They're getting ready for Penn State next week. But there are games this afternoon that are going to kick off at 3.30 this afternoon. Number one, Alabama is playing at Tennessee. As Butch Jones' days as Volunteers head football coach dwindling down? Probably, but a lot of people think so. Number eight, Miami is going to be at Syracuse. And, of course, remember the Orangemen are coming off of that big upset over Clemson last Friday night. Number 14, Virginia Tech is going to play North Carolina this afternoon. Number 18, Michigan State will be playing Indiana. That's going to be a big game here this afternoon. And then number 20, Central Florida is playing at Navy. Well, what's going on with Central Florida? As we said, they're number 20 in the country this week. And Scott Frost is their head football coach. Is he going to stick around as head coach of UCF, or is he going to continue to move up in the coaching ranks? Andy Katz reports. Scott Frost is projected to leave a more talented team, recruiting base, and easier conference for Nebraska? Okay, this is sort of the diametric opposite of the questions you usually get about Scott Frost, who has now become the hot name in coaching as he has led UCF to an undefeated start, and that offense is rolling. But it's a legitimate question. Now, the, the flip side of that question is, why wouldn't Scott Frost go coach at his alma mater where he was a star quarterback? Well, Ikeo just laid out some really good reasons why not. You know, Scott Frost is a guy who picked the UCF job over others that he had offers for because of this proximity to good players. Orlando is surrounded by good players who can drive to the campus. So would you go to a place where there aren't a lot of good players within 800 miles? That's a pretty difficult decision, even if it's home for you, even if it's your alma mater. I also think Scott Frost is going to be pursued by a lot of teams this year. Whoever's got an opening is probably going to at least consider him because of what he's done at UCF, what he did as the offensive coordinator at Oregon. That offense is something people will get excited about. It'll put butts in the seats. It's definitely an attractive package. The question is, what does he want? And the other part of this is, he could be really good at UCF next season. He gets a lot of his roster back, and there's no reason 
He has to take a job right now. He could stay, have another good year at UCF, and be very selective and take a job next year. But if he does take one this year, it's really going to come down to what he wants. Remember when Urban Meyer was deciding between Notre Dame and Florida? He had said publicly that Notre Dame was his dream job. He had worked at Notre Dame before. He'd never worked at Florida before. But he made a cold, rational analysis, and in the end... It's actually a pretty easy decision for him to go to Florida because there were more good players around. That's what Scott Frost is going to face if he winds up juggling an offer from Nebraska and an offer from, say, Tennessee or Texas A&M or UCLA. It won't be as easy a decision as people think. And of course, he might also have to beat Navy this weekend. We're very fickle when it comes to our hot coaches. So Frost needs to keep winning, and then he'll have a pretty good dilemma to deal with. Andy Katz with that report on Scott Frost, the head football coach at the University of Central Florida. Elsewhere, at 7 o'clock games tonight, number 16, South Florida, is playing at Tulane. 7.30 tonight, number 2, Penn State, is going to take on number 19, Michigan. You talk about a big two weeks for the Nittany Lions. They've got Michigan this week, and then they've got Ohio State coming up next week. Now, does Michigan have a shot to win over Penn State? Well, Anthony Heron of CBS Sports says, Absolutely. Yes, because they're going to shut Penn State down. Oh. They are. So Saquon Barkley, and there, there's a couple of factors I'm, I'm putting into this. One, it's not just the tangible. Part of this is the intangible. And I talk about this a lot on the Pac-12 network because when you have a situation like Penn State saying where they haven't really been tested yeah. this season, people are anointing Saquon Barkley with good reason. And, and a generational talent as a running back, he's only rushed for over 100 yards twice this season. Let's not act like he's been lighting up the scoreboard right. week in and week out. Then you got James Franklin. He's talking about other jobs. These are things to me that add up intangibly to a Penn State team that will be slightly less focused in a home game where they're going to be tested for the first time and a Michigan team that's going to come in ticked off. And a Jim Harbaugh who's going to have his team ready you to go sound like you're in Happy Valley. Upset. If it's considered an upset by somebody, sure. I don't. I, Michigan's a good team. Michigan's a good team who's going to go in. They're going to defeat Penn State. I wouldn't be surprised they blow Penn State out. Whoa! I think they're going to punch Penn State in the nose, and the Nittley Lions aren't going to know how to respond. Michigan's going to dominate this game. Mark right. my words. So you like? Do you like USC comfortably? I don't know if USC will be as comfortable. I, I think USC has been tested so consistently. I think Notre Dame has been tested enough as well. I like the medal of Notre Dame in a way that I, I just think Notre Dame's going in more focused than I believe Penn State will go in focused in this matchup they have with Michigan. I think Michigan is going to go in with that, that clubber laying, like my prediction is pain kind of mentality, <laughs> and they're going to put it on Penn State. I, I do not think it's going to be that close by the end of the Other than that Penn State-Michigan game tonight, number 11 USC is playing at Number 13, Notre Dame. That is always a big rivalry between those two schools. Dennis Dodd talks about if Notre Dame is really a national championship contender or not. They've edged their way into our consciousness seven weeks into the season and now have a monster rivalry game this week against USC. They're 5-1. and one. Their only loss is by one point at home to Georgia, ranked in the top five, obviously. But who have they beaten? Well, retroactively, a ranked team in Michigan State by 20 in East Lansing, and that's about it. But the second half of the season might be the toughest we've seen in years. Six teams with a combined record of 31-6. and six. Navy, Stanford, USC, I mentioned. Wake Forest, who's 4-2 and two this year. It's going to be tough, and it begs the question, if Notre Dame wins the rest of their games, can they be in the playoffs? Now, they don't have that 13th data point. 
that all the other conferences have because of conference championship games. But you know what? The committee broke the seal on that last year when they admitted Ohio State into the top four without even so much as winning their division. So what does that mean for Notre Dame? They've got the schedule to do it. The question is, do they have the team to do it? Elsewhere around the country in 7.30 games tonight, number 21 Auburn will play at Arkansas. 24 LSU is at Ole Miss. At 8 o'clock tonight, number 4 TCU in that vaunted defense that they have is at Kansas. West Virginia will be at Baylor. West Virginia is ranked number 23 this week. And tonight, out on the West Coast, number 15 Washington State under head coach Mike Leach is playing Colorado. That's a look at the college football top 25 schedule from 3.30 on this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more from Anderson, Indiana on UltimateSportsTalk.com right after this timeout. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. (laughs) My mommy. Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. This Mount St. Joseph football broadcast is made possible by The Wishbone on Delhi, Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, The Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore, Murphy's Promotions, Mount St. Joseph University, and by JTAP Sports Bar. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Mount St. Joseph broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, it's been a very entertaining football game here this afternoon from Anderson on both sides because Anderson is really have not given up in this football game. 40-13 to 13 is the score. Mount St. Joseph on top of things. But Anderson has made things interesting in this football game, mainly behind their quarterback this afternoon, who is Blake Levy. Levy has done an outstanding job here today, and he's really kind of the story along with Chayton Tomlin for the Mount St. Joseph Lions. If you look at the two quarterbacks, let's take a look at their stats so far in the first half. Tomlin, 19 of 31 passing, no interceptions, 356 yards passing in the first half alone for Tomlin. Five touchdowns, and he's been sacked one time. Then you turn around to the other side of the coin, and you look at Blake Levy. Levy, 13 of 24 in the passing department. Again, no interceptions for him either. He's got one touchdown pass. 156 yards passing, and he has been sacked twice. Now, Levy started the football game today for Anderson, and then he was replaced by Jason King, who went 0 for 3 at the end of the first quarter, and then they put Levy back in the football game, and most of the damage that Levy has done has been since he came back into the contest here this afternoon. And let me tell you, Mount St. Joseph, they got off like a house of fire, and just continued to roll in that first quarter of play with just 30, 45 seconds into the football game. Mount St. Joseph found Grayson Roberts with a fumble recovery in the end zone after Cooper Earls had coughed it up. Jerry Porter added the kick, and it was 7 to nothing. Then just 2 minutes and 14 seconds later, A.J. Glines caught a 22-yard touchdown pass from Tomlin, and it was suddenly 13 to nothing because Jerry Porter hit the upright on the extra point. With 11.49 left to go, Grayson Roberts 
collected in a 25-yard touchdown pass from Tomlin again. This time Porter added the extra point, and it was 20 to nothing. And then with 7:54 left to go in the first quarter, Porter kicked in a 25-yard field goal, and that made it 23 to nothing. Then Grayson Roberts caught a 44-yard touchdown pass from Chayton Tomlin again, and that made it 30 to nothing. But that's when Anderson started their mini comeback with a minute 13 left to go in the first quarter. Trey Boer. Kicked a 27-yard field goal. That made it 30-3. Later, he added a 35-yard field goal to make it 30-6. Then Jalen Miller collected in a 10-yard touchdown pass from Levy. Boer added the extra point. That made it 30-13. Kendall Sproul caught a 30-yard touchdown pass from Chayton Tomlin with 2.54 remaining in the half. And that made the score 37-13 to after the extra point was good. Then Jerry Porter with 20 seconds left in the half kicked a 31-yard field goal. And that made it 40-13, to 13, which is where we stand right now here at the half. Both teams are out on the field. We're getting ready to get the second half underway. Anderson will receive the second half kickoff. I'm Dave Mitchell, and that second half kickoff is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans and your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA health care facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. Even if you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. Did you know that scoliosis is a curvature of the spine that affects more than 6 million Americans? With no known cause, it most often turns up during adolescence. Early detection is key to successful treatment. That's why Shriners Hospitals for Children is reminding parents to have their kids' spines checked every year. Download our free Spine Screen app and do a quick check at home today. Dave Mitchell back at Don Brandon Field here in Anderson, Indiana, where you can hear the wind starting to kick up, blowing from the north to the south. and. Getting ready to kick this thing off here in the second half of play is Spencer Dufresne. Dufresne, as you probably heard Coach Hopperton talk about over the past few weeks, took over the kickoff duties. That was basically just to give Jerry Porter some time off. He's a sophomore out of Dayton, Ohio, but he's got an extremely strong leg for the Lions, and the Lions will be going from right to left across your computer screen as we start this third quarter to play. Dufresne will kick it off, and it is a high end-over-end kick that will be taken in at the 13-yard line to the 20, to the 25, and out to the 28-yard line goes the man who is running that one back, Bobby Burt. Burt, a freshman from Tampa, Florida, gets this one underway, and Anderson will have it first and 10 at their own. They're going to spot him at the 29-yard line. 40-13, Mount St. Joseph on top of this one. It has been an amazing first half, an amazing last six quarters that the Lions have put together offensively. 106 points over the past six quarters for the Lions. Levy back out, puts a man in motion, hands it off to Birch around the left-hand side, and Birch is going to take it out to the 30-yard line and be stopped right there after a one-yard gain. Dustin Applegate and Gavin Edmondson with the tackles. As we look out there, Tyler Hanna out of the ball game. He is not in 
Colby Webb is starting at his linebacker position. Speakman at the corner on the left-hand side. Handoff goes to Birch, and Birch is going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage again and dropped back to the 29-yard line. So no gain on the play, loss of two, actually, and it brings up third down, 10 yards to go. Lions have got Ezekiel Gouch, the freshman, taking the place of Hannah out at that right corner position. Sun peeking through the clouds. It's been overcast most of the day, but the sun has peaked out a few times here today. And it is again, but that wind, as we said, kicking up here this afternoon. And that wind is, I don't know if that who's knocking around the press box, but I don't like it. <laughs> Dropping back is Levy. Levy's going to throw it up the field, and it is complete. Nice catch on the play by Deontay Kelly. Kelly across midfield, and he's got a first down at the 43-yard line of Mount St. Joseph. Boy, a pretty pass by Levy and an even better catch by Kelly, and it sets up Anderson first and 10 at the Lions' 43-yard line. Somebody started this press box rocking it. Old age and rocking does not help. Unless you're in a rocking chair, and this is not a rocking chair. Ball at the 43, Levy fake handoff, throw over the middle, complete. Complete to the 30-yard line to the 20, 25, 15, 10, and he's going to be taken down at the 6-yard line. Matthew Bowman from his H-back position, a 6-2 sophomore from Eastern Hancock, High School, Carthage, Indiana, collected in that pass, and the Ravens have it first and ten, knocking at the Lions' door down to the six-yard line. Boy, Levy has just played outstanding this afternoon. You can't say enough about this kid. He has done extremely well starting in the second quarter, dropping back, looking into the end zone. He's going to throw a pass, complete touchdown. And that one again. Going to the man who set it up, Matt Bowman, the H-back. Six-yard touchdown reception from Levy to Bowman. And it is now 40-19. Mount St. Joseph still with the lead. 12.45 left to go in this third quarter of play. So Anderson gets the opening kickoff of the second half and drives it right down the field. And gets the score. So Boer in to attempt the extra point and try to cut this lead in half by the Lions. And it's a good snap. Ball is down, and the kick is good. 12.45 left to go in the third quarter. Your score. It is now Mount St. Joseph 40 and the Ravens 20. You want to advance your career through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at msj.edu. M-S-O-L. Well, we've talked about how this game is not over, even when it was 40-13. to 13, Anderson was getting the opening kickoff of the second half, and they did. They drove it right down the field. Now they've cut the lead in half. It's 40-20. to 20. Now the Lions need to come back and do something with the football offensively because if Anderson can hold the Lions here and score another touchdown, right now they're within three scores. 
Speakman and Glines back set to return for the Lions as Boer has got it teed up and ready to kick off. And he's going to be kicking into a stiff wind. And he's going to pooch it up the field, and it's going to go out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. So the penalty will either give the Lions the football at their own 35, or they will elect to have him re-kick it. And let's see what Hop decides to do across the way. And I think the Lions are just going to elect to take the football. Nope. Or will they? And they will spot it at the... Well, where are they going to spot it? At the 46-yard line is where they'll finally spot the football. Okay. Well, they're looking it over. Boy, this is... This is kind of like Congress. It takes forever to get anything done. and They're finally going to spot the ball at the 48-yard line. Okay, now we've got that decision made. So the Lions have it first and 10 at their own 48-yard line after the penalty, and that's where they'll take it over. Trips out to the near side. Tomlin, quick snap, throws it out to the right side. to Sproul's knocked down at the line of scrimmage. We set it in the first half, and it's going to continue to bother the Lions here today. If Anderson's defensive line does not get to Tomlin, they are trained to put their hands up in the air, and they've batted down about three or four passes here today. Tomlin still having an excellent day, second and ten from his own 48-yard line. 12.40 remaining to go in the third quarter. A lot of football left to go. Tomlin drops back, steps up into the pocket, flips it out into the flat, and it is complete at the 45 to the 46-yard line. Nice catch on the play by A.J. Cyrus. Cyrus from Louisa, Kentucky, senior, catching his first pass of the season. And now he goes out slot left. There's three receivers out to the near side. Sprouls is out to the far side. Dropping back on an empty backfield. Tomlin, he's going to keep it right up the middle to the 40, to the 35, inside the 35, down to the 32-yard line. Gain of 11 on the play for Chayton Tomlin. I'm not sure if he just did that on his own or if that was a designed play, but he took right off up the middle and gained 11 and a first down for the Lions at the Anderson 32. Tomlin again with the empty backfield. This is how they started the football game. No running backs, five receivers. Tomlin again drops back, and that one might have been batted down at the line of scrimmage also. They have done an excellent job of doing that all afternoon long, getting their hands up in the air and batting things down. Second down, 10 yards to go for the Lions. Five receivers out wide. Lions have played with this in a couple of different facets this year but they haven't gone to it this extensively Tomlin right up the middle, he's going to keep the football cuts to the 30, now cuts back behind the 30, back to the 30 yard line and he'll be run out of bounds at the 30 he picked up 2 yards on the carry and it brings up 3rd down and 8 yards to go for the Lions and they will spot him out of bounds at the 30 yard line so it's 3rd and 8 Treyon Taylor back into the ball game for the Lions Michael Tucker is checking out. Now Mario Brown is back in too. Again, spread formation. Empty backfield out of the shotgun. Third down, eight yards to go from the Anderson 30. Tomlin takes the snap. Looks up the middle. He's going to throw the ball down the middle. Blocked down again by the linebacker. He had three passes batted down on this possession alone. That one by Wilson, the outside linebacker. And had he been able to 
keep his hands on that football, he may have run a long way. So now the Lions will come out, and Jerry Porter is going to attempt a long field goal. They're going to spot this ball at the 37-yard line. This is going to be a 47-yard attempt with the wind to his back. Ball right in the middle, almost in the middle of the field, and now Charlie Mullen says, we don't have enough players on the field. we got to call a timeout, and he will. Mullins got up there. That's one of the holder's responsibilities is to check how many players are on the field, and somebody was not coming out for their field goal assignment. So the Lions had to use a timeout. That's their first of the second half. And let's see if the brain trust of the Lions decide to switch now, and instead of going for a long field goal attempt, just going for it on fourth down. Rose Holman has taken a one-point lead over Franklin in the third quarter, 15-14, in that battle for first place in the Heartland Conference. So the Lions break the huddle. They will continue to go for the field goal. Porter with the wind to his back, and it's a stiff wind. Mullins will hold it. Ball's going to be spotted at the 37-yard line. This is going to be a 47-yard attempt. Porter, the sidewinder. There's the snap. Good snap. Porter gets it. Hits long enough, and it is good. He had that one dead center by about 15 yards. Had enough on it to spare. 11.04 left to go in this first third quarter of play, and it is now 43-20. to The Lions, after that 47-yard field goal by Jerry Porter, his longest of the year, have a 23-point lead. After years in the same location, the Wishbone Tavern has moved. You can join them now at their new location on Delhi Avenue in the Delhi Plaza. And it is an outstanding location. I've stopped in there a couple of times, and boy, it looks good. But that's the only thing that has changed. They still serve the best wings and burgers in town and offer up a relaxed, family-style atmosphere. They've got a full menu of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings. And you can get all that when you stop into the Wishbone Tavern right in the Delhi Plaza. Open every day at 11 a.m. So Dufresne will kick it off with 11.04 left to go in the third quarter of play. Lions with a 23-point lead. This is a short end-over-end kick, and it will be taken in by Anderson at the 14, out to the 15, to the 20, out to the 23-yard line. That is Burt, and Burt returns it out to the 24-yard line, and that is where Anderson will start it first and 10. 10.58 10.58 left to go in this third quarter of play. And Anderson we now have behind Levy. Since the beginning of the second ten. quarter, the Lions have not been able to stop Wally him. Lasts. And let's check. I think Tyler Hanna's back into the ballgame at that right corner position. And we can check the number on the far side. I think that is... Tyler Hanna over on the right side. So anyway, defense set up on a 4-3. Moving in motion, Anderson hands it off to Ovalier, and Ovalier is going to be hit right at the 24 and stopped right there for the gang of Mount St. Joseph tacklers. Dustin Applegate with the tackle. Okay, Tyler Hanna is not in the ballgame. That is Tavon Robertson out on the right side. He's moved over to that right corner position, and they've brought Gavin Edmondson back in to play safety. And he'll play over the top at free safety. 
Levy is going to throw down the middle, and it is complete out to the 44-yard line. Matt Bowman, the H-back, and he's been his favorite receiver. And now we've got another man hurt for Mount St. Joseph. Is that Gavin Edmondson down on the field? Looks like it might be. And it looks like his left ankle. That's a first down. It's going to be a first down near the 45-yard line is where the yard markers are spotted. And I don't know if he sprained it or if he actually is just cramping up. This is one of those days where you could cramp up very easily. And now Edmondson is up, and he's going to walk off the field, or hop off the field, I guess I should say. Edmondson out of Perry, Georgia, the sophomore. And he's had some injury problems over the last few weeks. But he was gutting it through. Now that defensive secondary for the Lions, which was depleted before today's game, is becoming even further depleted. Doubt seriously the way Edmondson is walking off the field if he's going to be able to return. Coming into the ball game now is Jaden Crutchfield, a freshman out of Cincinnati. So he's going to take over the free safety position. He's talking with Tavon Robertson now, who's trying to coach him up on the field. Tyler Hanna's out of the ball game. Now Edmondson out of the ball game. Well, this is the walking wounded for the secondary for the Lions. 10-20 remaining to go in the third quarter of play. 43-20 Lions with the lead here in the third quarter. Levy on first and 10 from his own 45-yard line. Backs away from the line of scrimmage and now will take the snap. Drops back. He's going to throw it in the flat and that's complete to Bowman again. And Bowman right at midfield with the first down. Bowman's from Carthage, Indiana. 220 pounds, 6'2 sophomore. He's an H-back and he has been the primary receiver this afternoon here, especially here since the second half began for Levy, the quarterback. So the Lions are going to have to keep an eye on him coming out on passes. Handoff goes to Ovalier, and Ovalier skips into Mount St. Joseph territory across the 50 to the 48-yard line, gain of three. And it brings up third down and four yards to go for an Anderson first down. We're under 10 minutes and running left to go in the third period of play. Bowman now coming from the left side to the right side at that H-back position. Massey, wide right. Going out wide left is Kelly. Spread formation. Dropping back, Levy. Levy throws it out into the left-hand side. It's complete to Massey. Massey completes it at the 40 to the 35 to the 30. Breaks a couple of tackles inside the 20. And he's going to be run out of bounds at about the 14-yard, make it the 16-yard line. That's a heck of a catch by Massey because Speakman came in and tried to knock that pass away. And he couldn't get a handle on it. And Massey caught it and ran an extra 20 yards after the catch for another first down, and Anderson knocking at the Lions' door. They're back at the 16-yard line with 8.35 remaining in the third quarter. They're down by 23, but they have not given up hope in this ballgame, and Levy's the one that's leading them. Levy drops back. He's going to throw it in the right corner of the end zone. He's got a receiver, Massey, incomplete, and a penalty is going to be called on Troy Speakman for pass interference. And now the official's throwing his hat. There's another penalty. Not sure what that, I know the official, 
I think he's going to say that Speakman probably spoke up about the penalty. If he did, boy, nobody in the stands knew it except for that official because Speakman never looked at him, never turned his head, nothing. And now Speakman is walking over towards the sideline. I don't think he's been ejected, but he's keeping his distance between the official. And it is pass interference against Speakman. And the ball will go at the two-yard line because the penalty happened in the end zone. And now they're calling unsportsmanlike conduct against Speakman. That's kind of like the hit out of bounds earlier. That's one of those calls that nobody in the stands knew it. Nobody saw anything happen. That's one of those he probably could let go unless he said one of the magic words. So it's first and goal for Anderson at the one-yard line of Mount St. Joseph with 8.22 left to go. Levy, handoff, goes to Avalier. He's going to be hit at the three and stopped right there. Boy, that interior defensive line for the Lions really came up big on that play along with Applegate and Zach Taylor. So a loss of two on the carry back to the three-yard line, and it's second and goal from the three. Tell you what, anybody else that wants that football, I think I would just, at this point in time, I would just give it to Levy and let him be the one to decide what to do down there, the way that he's played the last 25 minutes of this game. Fake handoff, Levy throws it into the end zone, incomplete. Boy, he had had a man open, but it closed up very quickly, went right through his hands, incomplete. Third and goal with 7.42 left to go in the third quarter. Ovalier still the man in the backfield. Massey out wide to the right-hand side. Deontay Kelly out wide left. And you've got Jalen Miller, who just dropped that pass, went right through his hands in the slot left. Spread formation. Ovalier to the left of Levy. 7.42 remaining. Now Ovalier goes out to the left-hand side. Heavy rush blitz. Throws it into the end zone and it is caught by an Anderson receiver and he stayed in the end zone. That's Miller. That pass was never intended for Miller. It was going to Kelly and Miller caught the pass as Levy was going to the turf. He threw it up and Miller came down with the pass for the touchdown and it's 43-26. 7.35 remaining to go in this third quarter, and Anderson is doing everything that they can to make a football game out of this. So now they will attempt the extra point and draw, try to draw themselves to within 16, and the kick is up, and it is Boer puts it right through. 7.35 left to go in the third. We're back in a football game. Your score... It is Mount St. Joseph 43 and the Ravens 27. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans and your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. Even if you no longer wear the uniform today. You can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. 43-27 your score here with 7.35 and left to go in the third quarter and who would have thought we'd been in this position when it was 
30-3 in the first quarter of play. Nobody except for Levy and the Anderson Ravens, and that's where they're at right now, down by 16. And there is still a lot of football left to go in this game. This one has become one of those old-fashioned Heartland Conference shootouts. Boer's going to kick it off. Speakman and Glines back to return. It's a high short kickoff. Speakman's going to take it in at his 22 to the 30, up the far side. 35, and he'll be stopped at the 37-yard line. First and 10 for the Lions after the 14-yard return by Troy Speakman. Hall with the tackle, and now the Lions will take it over, and now it goes back to Chayton Tomlin. Blake Levy, 20 of 32 passing today, 288 yards and three touchdowns. Tomlin, 20 of 35, 365 yards and five touchdowns. I think the winner of this game, the quarterback, will become the Heartland Conference Offensive Player of the Week. And now the officials, they want to restart the play clock. And they do. Seven and a half minutes remaining to go in the third quarter. Spread formation for the Lions. This is where they have been most successful today, and they really have not been able to run the football at all. Moving in motion to the right-hand side is Trayon Taylor, and Taylor is going to take it across the 40 on the jet up to the 43-yard line. Maybe got out of bounds at the 45. That's where they're going to spot him at the 45. Gain of six, second and four. Taylor. The sophomore wide receiver from Winter Park, Florida. Tomlin again out of the impact field. Drops back. Looks to his right. He's going to throw the ball over the middle. Complete to Roberts at the 40. Inside Anderson territory to the 25 or the 35 and dropped at the 31-yard line. 24 yards on the reception and a first down for the Lions. Roberts with another catch here today. Well, he's had an outstanding afternoon also. Tomlin drops back on first and 10 from the 31. Throws it into the left corner of the end zone. He's got a receiver. That's Earls. He caught the football for the score. Earls went up mano a mano and came down with the football and scored from the 31-yard line for a 31-yard reception. That's six touchdown passes this afternoon for Tomlin. And just like that, the Lions are back up on top by 22, 49-27. They may have to score 66 today in order to make sure that they win this game. 6.42 remaining to go in the third quarter, and Porter comes in to attempt the extra point. What a game this thing has become. Porter kicking with the wind to his back. Good hold. Kick is up, and it's good. So it is now 6.42 remaining to go in the third quarter, and your score it is 50-27. to 27. Again, a 23-point lead for the Lions over the Anderson Ravens. This one, boy, when you looked at what it was at the end of the first quarter, what the score was at the end of one, being 30-3, to you had to think, there is, this thing's over, it's done, finished, kaput, and not. And now the officials, boy, there's two flags on a player Let's check who that is. That's Caleb. It's either Delon Thomas or Caleb Byers. And the officials, boy, they they have been quick on the unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. 
and I'm not sure if what they're calling here. They're conferring out to the near side. It was number 15, which was Caleb Myers, I believe. They've got two number 15s, Caleb Byers and Delon Thomas. And that one's Delon Thomas, I'm being told. He was off to the side, and he must have said something to the official. That was another one of those where everybody was out getting a Coke. And why even bother calling that one? Dead ball. Well, now they say it's number eight. Boy, two of them. Three of them. Wow. That's 45 yards and penalties. All three are going to be enforced. Now you could go for an onside kick if you want to, and you really wouldn't hurt yourself in any field position. Three unsportsmanlike conduct penalties called against Anderson. And that's 45 yards in total penalties on one play on three. I, I got to be honest, I have never seen anything like that called at all. Now the Lions are going to go over and huddle around their special teams coach and talk about this one. What do we want to do? So they'll mark this penalty off from the 35-yard line. And they'll mark off 15 yards three times. 35, it'll take it all the way down. They're going to kick it off from the Anderson 20-yard line. It's almost not even enough room to onside kick. So now... The Lions will kick it off from the Anderson 20-yard line. And you got to know that they're just going to squib this thing and try to onside kick, I would think. Dufresne is coming in, unless he just wants to see if maybe he can kick it over onto the baseball field, which is to the north end of the football field. I'll just tee this thing up and hit the pitcher's mound. He's got the wind to his back. So you would think an onside kick is coming here, and that's what Anderson is thinking right away. They've got their hands team out there. So Dufresne is going to kick it off from the 20 of Anderson. And he kicks it off, takes a high bounce, and it'll be taken in by one of the men in the back line of Anderson right at the five-yard line, and I believe that was Kelly. And then he threw it over the official's head. And then he looked at the official like, I didn't do that on purpose. So Anderson's going to have the football first and ten at their own four-yard line. Unbelievable turn of events. 6.41 remaining in the third quarter, 50-27. to 27. Mount St. Joseph on top of it, and Anderson has it first and ten at their own four-yard line. Three unsportsmanlike conduct penalties on one play. Something really had to trip their trigger. So it's first and ten. Levy comes back out, and I'm not even sure being back at his own four-yard line is safe enough for the Lions' defense the way he's playing. Handoff up the middle to Ovalier, and I'll check that. That's Birch, and Birch is going to be hit at the three and spun out of bounds at the two. They'll say his forward progress was stopped at the four, I guess, and that's kind by putting him at the four. I don't think he ever even got back to the three. But they'll mark him right back to the four, second and ten for Anderson. Wind really kicking up here. 
in Anderson, Indiana. Levy in his own end zone, out of the shotgun. Moves a man in motion to the near side. That's Bowman. Now Levy's going to throw it over the middle. It's incomplete. Tried to complete the ball to Charles Keith. And it was knocked away on the play by Nate, Nate Stone. And it brings up third down and ten. This Lions defense, you got to give them credit, although Levy has played outstanding today, and we're being told this is his best game of the year. But I'll tell you what, if this kid continues to build on this game, he is going to be one tough cookie to defend against the next three years for this Anderson team. He has played outstanding football today and really taken this team on his shoulders. But the defense for the Lions has really come through in big plays when they've needed to at key times. Third down, ten. A lot of movement on that line by the Lions. And now Levy is going to reset the offense. Play clock down to five. Levy back in his own end zone. Ovalier to his right. Drops back. Levy in his end zone. He's going to throw it out to the left-hand side. Incomplete. Tried to go to Kelly out on the right sideline and overthrew him. Right into the teeth of that wind. And that will bring up fourth down. Ten yards to go. And Anderson will have to punt it away from their own end zone near the four-yard line. 5.50 remaining in this third quarter, and it is a 50-27 to 27 lead. Mount St. Joseph broke a school record last week by scoring 66 points. And I said it earlier, they may have to score that many today in order to win this game, the way Levy's playing. Speakman back inside his own 50 to catch this punt, and now a lot of movement on the line by Anderson. It'll be a legal procedure. And that will move them half the distance to the goal. So, again, they will punt the ball with basically the punter's heels on the end zone, that being Jared Hancock. So Hancock is not going to have the usual 15 yards to get this thing away. He's only going to have about 11. He is right on the back edge of the end zone. Good snap. He's going to get the football away. Low line drive kick. Speakman's going to let it hit. Pick it up at the 38-yard line. Cuts to the far side to the 30. 25, 20, 15, 10. And he's going to be rocked out of bounds at about the 10-yard line. 23 yards on the return for Speakman. He'll be knocked out of bounds at the 13-yard line. And the Lions will take it over first and 10 at the Anderson 13-yard line. 5.39 remaining to go in the third quarter. And the Lions already have a 23-point lead at 50-27. to 27. Next week, the Lions on the road against Franklin. We have $1, and Franklin right now losing to Rose-Holman. That is a 15-13 score. Now it's all tied up at 22. Third quarter, Rose-Holman and Franklin tied up 22 apiece. And we'll be at Franklin next Saturday afternoon. First and ten for the Lions at the Anderson 13-yard line. Tomlin, he's got Pearson to his right. Fake handoff, thrown over the middle, and it is incomplete. He was trying to go to the intended man, Adam Pearl. And I think Pearl may have looked back. I'm not sure if he saw the... Got blinded by the sun or what, but he seemed like he shied away from the football. And there's a player down for Anderson now. And I think it's just a cramp, one of the DBs for Anderson down near the goal line. So right now, and Rose Holman and Franklin 
all tied up at 22 apiece. In the third quarter of play, fourth quarter, Mount Union over Wilmington, 63-7. Ashland at the half up by 14 over Tiffin. It's Hanover shutting out Earlham, 28 to nothing. Hanover's played pretty good football for the last couple of weeks. And Bluffton has come back to take the lead over Manchester, 21-20. Also in the fourth quarter, College of Worcester beating Hiram, 50-24. to Now in top 25 college football, Oklahoma State in overtime managed to edge Texas today, 13-10. In other games, Alabama is leading Tennessee, 7-0. Miami over Syracuse, 3-0. Central Florida over Navy, 7-0. Indiana and Michigan State just getting underway. Wisconsin beat Maryland. That's a final. 38-13. And now the officials, after the player gets ushered off the field, want to restart the play clock, and they do. Pearson, as we said, in the backfield for the Lions. It's second down 10 yards to go from the 13-yard line of Anderson. Tomlin with Pearson to his right, trips to the near side. Tomlin takes the snap, drops back, steps up in the pocket. A lot of time. Now rolls out to the right. He's going to turn it upfield and be knocked out of bounds at about the 12-yard line. Gain of maybe a yard on the play for Tomlin. Good coverage in the secondary by Anderson, and Tomlin just could not find anyone open. And the official, for some reason, wants the clock to run, even though Tomlin went out of bounds. So... Nonetheless, it'll be third, should be third down and ten, and it will be. They're going to say he ran out of bounds right at the line of scrimmage. Dropping back Tomlin. Tomlin looks over the middle. He's got a receiver. Is that Roberts? He's caught the ball. Touchdown. Roberts, he was double covered, and he caught it in the back edge of the end zone for the score. And the Lions now lead it 56-27. to Roberts with four touchdown catches today. And Tomlin with seven touchdown passes. Unbelievable afternoon by both of these players. And the thing is that the Lions really need all of them because who knows what this Anderson offense is capable of doing. Porter into the ball game to attempt the extra point, and he drills it right through. 5.04 left to go in the third. Your score. It's now the Lions 57 and the Ravens 27. Family owned and operated, Casa de Sassi is built on timeless principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Your trust is vitally important, which is why Casa de Sassi takes care of you like part of their family. With timeless values, their products are made to resemble the classic old world Italian style. They offer granite, ledgestone, limestone, and more. Providing a quality product is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek. Call now, 330-830-9760. Dave Mitchell back here in Anderson, where it's now 57-27. to Lions lead by 30, and they have really shown that they are moving the football. Boy, when you take a look at what they have done the last two weeks offensively, 66 points last week, 57 points this week, and we're not even into the fourth quarter of play in this week's game. Dufresne is going to kick it off from his own 35. This time they have no penalties to work with, and it's going to be taken in by Burt. Burt catches it at the 5, backpedals almost to the goal line. Now cuts it upfield to the 10, now to the left-hand side, and he'll be drugged down at the 11-yard line. And a lot of players just flying after each other. 
No flags are on the field, so it will be Anderson's football at their own 10-yard line. One thing about it, the special teams have not helped out Anderson today. Levy has played an outstanding game, but even he cannot go out and help the defense. And let's see. Jared Hubble's into the ballgame now, quarterback. That's Hubble in a quarterback. They've taken Levy out. Down by 30. That, that's odd, but nonetheless, Hubble into the ballgame. Hubble, handoff around the left-hand side to Avalier. Now they give it back to one of their receivers, and then he threw it up to the field on the play to Charles Keith, and Keith was knocked down. And now, a flag, now the flag is thrown against Mount St. Joe, I'll tell you one thing. For as much control as these officials are trying to take over this game, they've lost it. They're going to call an unsportsmanlike conduct on the play against Tavon Robertson. And he's also going to get hit with the pass interference penalty. Tell you what, these are the most overly sensitive officials that I have seen in a game this year. That includes high school. Everything that has been said to them no matter how far away they have heard and thrown a flag on. There have been more unsportsmanlike penalty calls in this game than I think I've seen in 10 years. And they're going to confer on every single one of them and drain as much time as they can. For people who think the replay takes a long time, come here and watch this. And it's going to be pass interference, which it was, against Tavon Robertson. There's no doubt about that. And again, the unsportsmanlike conduct called against Tavon Robertson. The first penalty, there, there's no doubt. I mean, Tavon Robertson did commit the pass interference penalty. The second one, like I said, these guys have been hearing this all day long. And now the umpire is going to take, go all the way back to the 11-yard line and mark off the two penalties. And it will take it up to the 41-yard line, which is about where Robertson <laughs> interfered with Charles Keith on the pass anyway. So in the middle of all that, we haven't really had an opportunity to talk about Hubble being in the ballgame. Humble the quarterback, sophomore, six foot, 190 pounder, out of Anderson. Pendleton Heights High School is where Jared Hubble is from, and he has taken over in this game for Levy, which is a surprise because Levy was playing extremely well. First and ten for Anderson. Hubble, he's going to throw it up the left hand side, and it is incomplete, almost intercepted on the play by. Gouch, Ezekiel Gouch almost came down with the interception. He's into the ballgame now for Robertson, who's stepped out of the game after that unsportsmanlike conduct. Crutchfield is back at the safety position. Gavin Edmondson is back into the ballgame, which is good news. Now check that. That is not Edmondson. That's Peyton Williams. Peyton Williams is into the ballgame at the two safeties. Then you've got Gouch and Speakman at the corner positions. Dropping back Hubble. Hubble is going to be hit behind the line, and he's going to be brought down at the 35-yard line. 
Sack on the play by Applegate and Zach Taylor. Kandra, I think, got in there on it also. They just had a convention right around the quarterback Hubble, back to the 36-yard line. Loss of five, and it's third down and 15 yards to go. And now wholesale substitutions for Anderson as they bring into the ballgame in the backfield. Bryce King. King now leaves the backfield, goes on a slot position to the right-hand side. Spread formation. Hubble throws a screen pass over the middle, and it's incomplete, almost intercepted by Gouch. Boy, he's had an opportunity two out of the last three plays to come down with his first interception and hasn't done it yet. So it's fourth down, 15 yards to go, and Anderson will be forced to punt the football away. What a good job defensively by the Lions after that pass interference and unsportsmanlike conduct penalty hit them. So it's fourth down, 15 yards to go. And Anderson will punt it away. Speakman back at his own 30-yard line. And again, the Lions don't have enough players on the field. That's Gouch, and Gouch has to hustle onto the field. And he does, gets lined up, and the snap is there. Low line drive kick to Speakman. He's going to let it bounce, and it will take... And Anderson bounce inside the 30 and be downed inside the 25 at the 24-yard line. That's a 41-yard punt. Nice job. He got an excellent roll. Takes it down to the 24-yard line, and it's first in for the Lions with 3.42 remaining to go in this third quarter. It has been one of those games where the... End was not in doubt, then it was in doubt, and now it's turned out to be not in doubt again here tonight. Toledo beat Akron this afternoon, 48-21. That is one of the finals. Northern Iowa over Youngstown State, 19-7 in the third quarter. Tomlin, handoff goes to Pearson. Pearson off the left side, across the 25, out to the 30, to the 35, to the 36-yard line. 12 yards on the run by Darius Pearson and a first down for the Lions. Boy, Pearson has come in and given a shot in the arm from Pickerington, Ohio, to the running game this afternoon. And that's exactly what the Lions have needed. Pearson, three carries, 29 yards here this afternoon. Lines up on the left-hand side of Tomlin on first and 10. Lions at their own 36-yard line. Receivers out wide. Hand off to Pearson up the middle. He's going to cut to the right to the 40, 45, 50. He's got a lot of room to the 40, right up the middle to the 30, 25, 20. Keeps his feet, and he's going to finally fall down inside the 20 at the 17-yard line. 57-yard run by Pearson. What a great run by the running back out of Pickerington, the junior, getting substantial playing time here this afternoon. And it's first and ten for the Lions in Anderson territory at their own 18-yard line. Tomlin with Pearson to the left. Now Tomlin's going to look into the end zone. He's going to throw it into the end zone. He's got D.J. Martin there, and he can't come up with the ball incomplete. Martin got his hands on it, but he just could not bring it into his body in the left corner of the end zone, and it's second down and ten for the Lions. Boy, Tomlin laid that thing right there. And it's second down and 10 yards to go for the Lions. Tomlin looking for his eighth touchdown pass of the day. 
This is almost ESPN highlight material to talk about this. Tomlin, handoff to Pearson. Pearson right up the middle to the 15 to the 10. He's inside the 10 and down to the 7-yard line. 13 yards on the run by Pearson. He's got five carries now, 86 yards on the day. First and goal for the Lions. They lead it 57-27. Tomlin with Pearson to his right. First and goal for the Lions at the 7 of Anderson. High snap. Tomlin throws into the end zone. He's got Glines in the corner. No incomplete. Glines could not come down with the football in the left corner of the end zone. The front corner. And it's incomplete. Second down and goal to go. Glines now is going to step out of the ball game. And checking into the contest is Mario Brown. Brown is going to go out wide to the right-hand side. Deshaun Shepard is into the ballgame for the first time. He's wide left. Spread formation. Three receivers out wide left. Pearson in the backfield. Second and goal. High snap. Handoff. Fake handoff to Pearson. Throws it to the goal line. Complete. Touchdown on the play. Touchdown thrown to... Nick Murphy. Murphy, the freshman from Georgia, Dawsonville, Georgia, with his touchdown for the day. That's eight touchdown passes for Tomlin. And with 2.06 remaining to go in this third quarter, it's now 63-27. This is an offensive clinic by Tomlin over the last two weeks. Border. Will kick the extra point, puts it up, and it is good. Makes it 64-27. So when you combine the two scores over the last two weeks, 66 and 64, you're looking at 130 points that the Lions have put up in the last seven quarters of football. And Tomlin had five touchdown passes a week ago. Today, he's got eight. He's got 13 over the last seven quarters. He came into today needing one for 50 over his career. He's got eight, so he's got 59 touchdown passes. Well, let's check that. 58 touchdown passes. He's got 439 yards passing today. Pearson, five carries, 86 yards. He's averaging 17 yards a carry. These are fantasy football numbers. Kicking it off is Dufresne. Dufresne, Burt is going to take it in his 10 to the 15-20, right up the middle. Runs over a man, lost the football at the 30. Is the ball down, or did the Lions, I think, actually Anderson, I think, came back up on top of it. Tristan Wolf is the man who came up with the football, the fumbled football, and that's where Anderson will start. First and ten at their own 30-yard line. 159 remaining to go in this third quarter. What? You just can't say enough about this this game. I did a high school game one time, Waynedale and Triway High School up near Worcester, Ohio, that ended up 73-47. And that's about where we are today. 64-27. Lions have more than doubled up on Anderson today. Hubble back into the ball game out of the shotgun. Lost the snap. 
he has to go back to the 20 yard line and collect it in at the 21. Had to just fall on the snap. He could not pick it up. It was a low one. Went right through his hands and he picked it up at the 21. He lost eight yards on that play. And it brings up second down and 18 yards to go. Make it 19 now. As they mark it just inside the 21. A minute 35 and running left to go in the third. Trying to see where Levy is on the sideline, and I don't see him anywhere down there. See if he's hurt or something, because I don't know why in the world they would pull him out of the ball game as well as he was playing, but I don't see him down there on the sideline anywhere. Hubble, fake handoff, throws it out into the right side, and it is complete on the play to Jalen Miller, and Jalen Miller is going to be hit, double-teamed, and driven back at the 22-yard line, just a one-yard gain on the play. And it brings up third down. And it will be about 18 yards to go as we're under a minute left in this third quarter. Lions leading it 64-27. So it's third down, 18 yards to go. Hubble with the play clock at 18. Has plenty of time. He's looking things over from the sideline. Play clock now down to five, and now the Lions are going to jump offside. Free play, but the officials came in and blew it dead, so it's not a free play. They're going to call unabated to the quarterback, and it brings up that five-yard penalty. Instead of third and 18, it'll be third and 13. 25.5 seconds to go in the third quarter. So an offsides penalty called against Mount St. Joseph. Moves it out across the 25 to the 27-yard line. Third down and 14 yards to go for a first down. Hubble in the backfield. He's got four receivers in, two on each side. Birch in the backfield with him. Off to the right-hand side. Hubble with the play clock now at 10. Switches Birch over to the left-hand side. Play clock down to four. And I think they're just going to let the thing run out, and that'll be the end of the third quarter, and it will. That's going to be the end of three periods of play from Anderson, Indiana. The fourth quarter is next. Your score, it is Mount St. Joseph 64 and the Ravens 27. It was seventh grade February. I was at a friend's birthday party but texted my mom to pick me up early. I wasn't feeling well. That was Friday night. By Monday morning, I was in the ER and said my last words for the next five weeks. Maddie was a healthy 12-year-old athlete, so we were shocked how quickly she declined. Her medical team took extreme measures to save her life and get her healthy again. Maddie has an athlete spirit, and thanks to her diligence in rehab, she rejoined her class in 8th grade. I was determined to get back to school and rejoin my teams. Sports taught me what it takes to stay in the game, and that to me is winning. We had no idea flu could be so serious, but the great news is it's preventable. Yearly flu vaccinations for the whole family help us all stay in the game. And now every birthday reminds us of how grateful we are to be in the winner's circle. Protect yourself and your family from the flu. Visit FamiliesFightingFlu.org. 
Dave Mitchell back here at Anderson, Indiana, where it is 64-27. Mount St. Joseph on top of it. Anderson has a third down and 13 situation coming up to open up this fourth quarter of play. Franklin leading Rose Holman in that battle for first place in the Heartland Conference. They're in the fourth quarter, 29-12 now. Franklin on top of the Engineers. Hanover shutting off, shutting out Earlham also, 28 to nothing. Hubble on third and 13. Lions going from left to right across your computer screen. Miller in motion to the near side. Dropping back Hubble. He's going to throw. Now steps up into the pocket. Throws the ball over the middle. Complete to Miller at the 40. To the 45. And he'll be pushed out of bounds at the 47-yard line. Nice completion to Hubble. Boy, he stepped up in the pocket and just threw it over the middle to Miller for the completion. And a first down for the Ravens. Ball at the 47-yard line. First and 10. Birch still in the backfield. And again, in between quarters, I was looking down on the side, and I don't see Levy anywhere on the sideline that I could pick up right away. So evidently something happened to him, and he had to leave the ball game, and that is why Hubble was in. And Hubble now is going to throw up the left side. He's got a receiver. Kelly incomplete. Kelly broke behind the corner for Mount St. Joseph, but the pass was just a little bit behind him, and Kelly couldn't come down with it. And it brings up second and ten. Hubble throws a nice ball, but I'll tell you one thing, Levy was just playing outstanding football before he left the, left the game. So it's second down, ten yards to go. 14-21 remaining in the ball game. We'll be back on the road next week for the final time at Franklin. 1 o'clock with the pregame, 1.30 with the kickoff on Ultimate Sports Talk. Hubble drops straight back. He's going to throw it up the right side. He's got a receiver, but it's well covered on the play. Good man-to-man coverage by Troy Speakman against the intended receiver. Looked like Miller out there. Now check out, that's Massey. Massey was going one-on-one against Speakman, and Speakman covered him well. Third down and ten. Speakman was right there stride for stride with him the entire way up that far side. But Hubble did what he wanted to do. He threw the ball up and was trying to let Massey make a play on the football. So Massey is the single receiver out wide to the right-hand side. Birch, single setback with Hubble. Out of the pistol formation, third and ten from Anderson's own 47-yard line. Now Birch out of the backfield in motion. Drops back Hubble. Hubble's going to throw the ball over the middle. He's got an intended receiver incomplete. Almost intercepted on the play by Perry Williams. And then after it went through his hands, it was almost grabbed and caught by Colin, check that, by Alex Barnett. So it'll be fourth down for Anderson, and they'll be forced to punt the ball away with 14-10 left to go in this football game. 64-27 64-27 is the score. Mount St. Joseph on top of it. They were up 30-3 to at the end of the first quarter. And it has been a shootout ever since. So Anderson will punt the ball away. Speakman back at a, his own 10 to return this one. It's a high end-over-end kick with the wind to his back. And Speakman is going to go ahead and fair catch it at the 12, and that's what he'll do. 14.04 left to go in the ballgame. It's now Mount St. Joseph 64 and the Ravens 27. Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. 
Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with inner blessings, Christian books, and gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. Well, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid back out on offense. Chayton Tomlin, 439 yards passing. Darius Pearson, 86 yards rushing. And Pearson is going to keep it right up the middle from the 13-yard line, and he's going to be stopped right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Pearson has played sparingly. He's got six catches now, eight, or six rushes this, this afternoon, 86 yards running. Tomlin, 24 of 42 passing, 439 yards, and eight touchdowns. The Lions come up, come, come up with another field goal at least today. They will break the school record for most points in a game that they set last week. Tomlin's going to throw it out to the right side and it is incomplete. Mario Brown had the ball right in his patties all alone on the right side and could not bring it in. So it is third down and a short ten for Tomlin who's throwing against the wind. Lions are going right into the teeth of that wind now. 13-29 remaining to go in the game. Lions lead it in hand at 64-27. Tomlin with Pearson to his left. Trips to the near side. Tomlin drops back. Looks to the left. He's going to throw it to the left-hand side. Complete on the play. Outside the 25 to the 27-yard line. Catch made on the play by Trayon Taylor. Taylor coming up with it from Winter Park, Florida. Nice catch by Taylor as he went up high and caught the ball at Atias Peak and brought it down at the 27 for a first down and 10 for the Lions. So the Lions will hang on to the football for a little while longer. Tomlin with Pearson to his left on first and 10. Fake handoff. He's going to throw it up the left side again. He's got Taylor and it is caught and then dropped. Incomplete. Taylor was right out there and couldn't come down with it. And let me correct myself on that. That was Devin Bradley, excuse me. Devin Bradley from Swanee, Georgia. The freshman couldn't come up with that one. And it brings up second down and 10 yards to go. Lions rotating a lot of receivers in and out here on this possession. Tomlin staying in a quarterback, though. This may be his last trip. Pearson onto the left-hand side to the 30, 35, 40. Pearson cuts out of bounds across the 40 to the 43-yard line. He's got a gain of 14, and that, I think, he's also got a first down, but I think that's going to put him over 100 yards on the day, and it should. Pearson with his first 100-yard game rushing of the season. And with 12.40 remaining to go in the football game, the Lions have another first down out at their own 42-yard line. Tomlin takes the snap, looks over on the left-hand side, and it is complete on the play to Earls. Earls inside Anderson territory across the 50 to the 48-yard line. And that was A.J. Cyrus, excuse me, on the far side catching that pass. That's his second catch of the day. Nice job by Cyrus. He was the backup quarterback, but he moved to receiver to get a little more playing time. Trips on the right. Tomlin on second down and a yard to go in Anderson territory at the 49. He's going to throw the ball to the right side. Blocked down again by that Anderson defensive line. 
I don't keep blocked passes as far as stats are concerned, but I think that's got to be about seven today that Anderson has knocked down at the line of scrimmage. They have done an outstanding job. Their coaching staff has taught them well as to if they can't get to the quarterback, get your hands in the air, and they've done it well. Third down and a yard. Tomlin at the Anderson 49. Hand off to Pearson. Pearson's got the first down to the 45, to the 40, and he's going to be run out of bounds at about the 36-yard line on the play. 13 yards for Pearson. He's got eight carries now, 114 yards on the afternoon with 11.44 left to go and running in this football game. Lions trying to drive down the field and break their own school record for most points in a game, which is 66, and that was set last week against Earlham. Trips to the right. Now Tucker into the ball game. He's in the backfield, taking the place of Pearson, who's over 100 yards rushing. Dropping back, Tomlin. Tomlin's going to throw it up the left-hand side. He's got a receiver. It is caught in a touchdown. Nice catch on the play by Treon Taylor, and he goes in for the score. 11-15 left to go in the ball game, and the Lions now lead it 70-27. to Unbelievable. That's nine touchdown passes in a game by Chayton Tomlin. He had five last week, nine this week, 14 over the last two games. He has totally obliterated the school record for career touchdown passes and for touchdown passes in a game. Porter now will come in to attempt the extra point with 11.15 remaining to go. Porter with Mullins the holder, and the hold is there, and the kick is good. 11.15 left to go in the ballgame. Your score. It is now Mount St. Joseph 71 and Anderson 27. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Well, the score here is 71-27. Lions leading Anderson this afternoon. Elsewhere in the Heartland, Franklin in the fourth quarter over Rose, 29-22. Hanover beating Earlham, 28-0. That's in the third quarter. And the other score around the area, it is... And let's see if I can find it here. Well, it is Bluffton losing to Manchester, 28-21. to this afternoon. That's a look at the scoreboard from the Heartland Conference, and the kick is to Burt. Burt takes it in at his 13 for Anderson, across the 20, out to the 25, and he'll be stopped at the 26-yard line. First and 10 for Anderson at their own 26-yard line, and King is, I think, is going to come back in at quarterback, and he will. So King is back in at quarterback. Jeremy King, a Jason King, excuse me, 5'9", 185-pound freshman from Arlington High School in nearby Indianapolis. And he is barking out the signals now at quarterback. Anderson has played three different quarterbacks this afternoon. 
And they move a man in motion. King's going to keep it himself off the low snap, and he's going to be hit at the 22 and dropped right there. Peyton Williams in there along with Colby Miller and a host of other tacklers for Mount St. Joseph. So a loss of four on the play brings up second down and 14 yards to go. Just two games remain in the regular season for the Lions next week on the road at Franklin. And then in two weeks, Defiance. As the coaching staff goes by us here tonight as they leave the booth. 71-27. Lions on top of it here tonight, and they're just going to go down to the sideline and enjoy the final 10 minutes of this one. Now Hubble's back into the ball game, and Hubble hands it off up the middle, goes to Birch, and Birch takes it out to the 22-yard line for no gain, and it brings up third down and 14 yards to go. Boy, these last two weeks, Chayton Tomlin has been able to do just about anything he has wanted to do on the football field. Let's qualify that. And he has got nine touchdown passes today and an even 500 yards passing. I doubt seriously if we're going to see Chayton anymore today. I see Tid for a little while. Charlie Mullins may get into the ball game now. Lions leading at 71-27. to Hubble drops straight back. Looks down the middle. Blitz put on by the Lions. He's going to run past the Blitz out to the 23 to the 24-yard line. Gain of two on the play. And it will bring up fourth down and 12 yards to go. As we are at nine and a half minutes and running left to go in this game. And Anderson will bring in the punt unit. Let's take a look at some of the top 25 scores. Oklahoma State won today 13-10 to over Texas. It was Wisconsin beating Maryland 38-13. to Games going on right now, Virginia Tech beating North Carolina 14-0. Alabama over Tennessee in the second quarter, 7-0. Miami beating Syracuse, 13-0. Central Florida and Navy are tied at 7. Indiana over Michigan State with 11.45 left to go in the second quarter. That's at 3-0. And those are the scores we've got so far. As Anderson's going to punt the ball away, Speakman is going to fair catch the ball at the 30-yard line. 40-yard punt on the play for Anderson, and it'll be first and 10 for the Lions with 8.54 remaining to go in this game. All the other games are going to start tonight. In case you didn't know, Ohio State is off tonight. Penn State playing Michigan. That's the five game of the week. Number two, Penn State. That's number 19, Michigan. And then Penn State's got Ohio State next week, and Urban Meyer's got a week to prepare for Penn State. You can bet they are going to either be at the game tonight, Penn State, Michigan, or watching it. So Tid's in the ball game. That's going to do it for Tomlin today. Tid in the backup, and he hands the football off right up the middle to Pearson, and Pearson takes across the 30 out to the 32-yard line. So a gain of two yards on the carry. And let me correct myself into the backfield. And we'll check that number as to who is the running back in the backfield. That's going to be Patrick Sledge. Sledge is going to take it across the 35 out to the 38-yard line. Gain of five on the carry for Patrick Sledge. Sledge is a freshman out of Louisville, Kentucky. We have not seen him in the game this year. Corey Hastings has not played today. 
Matter of fact, I think he's got an injury and he didn't even make the trip here this afternoon. So Tid, watching the clock run down, 15 on the play clock. Third down, three yards to go for the Lions at the 37-yard line. Handoff goes to Sledge, went to his left, now goes to his right. Struggles forward across the 40, near the 41. He's going to be near a first down, but I think he's going to be shy by about a half yard. It's almost directly across the field at us, and he is going to be shy by about a half yard. And Ty Hopperton's going to bring in the punting unit and punt this football away. 7.25 remaining to go in this ball game. 71 27, your score. Lions leading it here this afternoon, and they have not so much defensively, but offensively been totally dominant in this game. Porter's going to punt the football away. Actually, Porter's had to punt the football away quite a few times today. High punt, and Burt is going to take it in at his own 18-yard line, make it 19-yard line. 41-yard punt for Jerry Porter and Anderson has it first and 10 at their own 19 yard line 6.57 remaining to go in this football game next week as we said we'll be on the road at Franklin for the final time Anderson is on the road for the rest of the year this was their senior day they are done here at home after this one so King the quarterback they started out King at the beginning of the series the last time and then brought Hubble back in. King sends a receiver in motion, throws it off onto the left-hand side, and it is complete on the play to Derek Massey, and Massey's going to take it out. Well, check that. That is not Massey. That is Alex Jeremy King. Jeremy King runs it across the 20 to the 25. Gain of six on the carry brings up second down, four yards to go. Clock continues to run, 6.36 remaining in the ballgame. Lions are going to up their mark on the season to 5-3. And And they will be winners of four of their last five ballgames. Second down, four yards to go. King backs away from the line of scrimmage, looks things over, now drops back to pass after the snap. He's going to throw it up the left-hand side to Kelly, and it's incomplete. Tristan Wolf, the intended receiver, not Kelly. Kelly's out of the ballgame now. And it brings up third down and four yards to go for an Anderson first down. Now Hubble's back into the ballgame. Hubble has come in to replace King at quarterback. 6.07 remaining to go in the football game. And it's third and four in Hubble. With the wind to his back, looks over to the sideline to get the play. You would think they'd have given him the play when he came in from the sideline, but evidently not. Now he sets up, hands the football off up the middle, and dropped right there at the 26-yard line is King, the running back, and he got smacked at the 26 for a gain of a yard, and it's fourth down and two yards to go in punting time for Anderson. left to go in the football game. 71-27, Mount St. Joseph on top of it. We'll take a 
commercial break after this punt <laughs> is kicked off. Speakman is back set to return for the Lions at about his own 35-yard line. High snap. Punter gets it off. It's a high floating kick that'll hit about the 35-yard line. Speakman's going to let it bounce inside the 30 to the 25, and it'll be down at the 24-yard line. 5:13 left to go in this ball game. Your score: Mount St. Joe 71 and the Ravens 27. Do you own or manage a business? Work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products. Pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Well, you're going to love these stats of Chait and Tomlins this afternoon. We'll give them to you after this play. Tid, who played in the last series, back into the football game. He's going to run the football right up the middle. Now cuts to the left-hand side to the 25-30. And he's going to be run out of bounds near the 35-yard line. Now they're going to say across the 35, out to the 37-yard line. And the referee wants the clock to continue to run. That's a first down on the 15-yard gain for Tid. Tomlin was 27 of 48 today. No interceptions, 500 yards passing, nine touchdowns. If he's not the offensive player of the week next week in the Heartland Conference, they'll just they should just give up the award. Ball at the 37-yard line, first and ten for the Lions. Tid the quarterback. He got a lot of on-the-job training last week of how to run the clock down. Hand off to Sledger on the left end. He's going to take it across the 40 on the far side to the 45, and he'll be finally run out of bounds at about the 47-yard line. He's close to a first down after the 10-yard gain. Tristan Hurd with the tackle. So it is a first down for the Lions. Out to the 47-yard line, first and 10. 4-12 and running. Left to go in the game. We'll have all the stats. Too many scoring plays to go down. We'll just go over the second half scoring plays here today. Coming up on our postgame show at the end of this one. Tid, hand off to Sledge. And Sledge, stop and go. Cuts it to the right-hand side to the 50. Into Anderson territory. Puts his hand down. Keeps his balance across the 45. And he'll be stopped just inside the 45-yard line. It's a gain of eight on the carry. Tucker's in the ball game, and now Tucker's going to leave the ball game. He came in, then went right back out. Tid at quarterback, second down, two yards to go. Play clock at 20 now, and Tid's just going to take his time, run as much time as he can off the clock, and get this one over as quickly as he possibly can. Man in motion to the near side, and it is taken in by... Taj Martin, Taj Martin, a freshman out of Cincinnati, running the sweep around the right-hand side, and he lost three yards on the carry. Takes it back to the 48-yard line. Third down, five yards to go for the Lions, and there is an Anderson Raven player down defensively. We're going to take a timeout. Three minutes to go in the ballgame. Your score. Mount St. Joseph 71 and the Ravens 27. If you like great food at a great price and great company, JTAP Sports Bar and Grill on Glenway is the place. The official home for Mount St. Joseph Lions football before and after every game. Pete and his staff provide fast and attentive service with the food and their excellent craft beer selection with 20 different names on tap. On Sundays, JTAPS has the NFL Sunday ticket, 
with a different game on each screen. Monday is wing night, Tuesday is boneless night, and Wednesday is gyro night. Open at 11 a.m. every day at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill on 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Your home for Mount St. Joe Lions football. Well, as we get back to action here, 2.55 remaining to go in the contest. Lions with a third down, five yards to go. Tid a quarterback. Hand off to Sledge right up the middle. He's going to take it to the 45 and down to the 43-yard line. He's close to a first down. I think he's got it after a six-yard gain. Final score, Franklin defeats Rose Holman this afternoon, 29-22. to That means Franklin takes over sole possession of first place in the Heartland Conference. They are now... Franklin is now 5 and 0. Rose Holman drops to 5 and 1. Of course Franklin still has a bye coming up in 2 weeks. First and 10 for the Lions at the Anderson 43-yard line. Tid's going to keep it himself right up the middle. Now cuts to the left-hand side inside the 40 and down to the 37-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 6 for Braden Tid. As the clock continues to move, we're inside 2 minutes left to go in this one. Second down, four yards to go after a six-yard gain by Tid. Tid, two carries today, 25 yards. You are not going to sit now Mullins into the ball game for Tid. So Charlie Mullins getting some playing time now for the Lions, a quarterback, as they're mopping this one up. Second down, four yards to go. Mullins will take the snap, and he's going to run the football right up the middle. Same play across the 35, then down inside the 35 to the 33-yard line. A gain of five on the play for Mullins, and that's going to be another first down for the Lions. And now checking into the ball game is another quarterback for the Lions, that being Derek Williamson, the freshman from Grove City. Lions did this last week against... Earlham, they started rotating quarterbacks in and out on every play. And they're doing it here. This time they're doing it with three quarterbacks, not just two. 55 seconds left to go in the football game. Now keeping it is Williamson. Williamson right up the middle to the 30-yard line. And he's going to be stopped there after a three-yard gain. And I think the Lions are going to have to run one more play, and they will. There's about a two-second differential from the play clock to the game clock. Mullins back into the ball game, so the Lions will have to run one more play, and they may just take a knee here. Well, they're not going into the victory formation. So 24 seconds left to go. This should be the last play of the football game. And now the snap, and there's movement on the line. And that's what happens when you get a lot of players who aren't accustomed to playing. Movement on the line, the offensive line, that's illegal procedure, a five-yard penalty. And with 18 and a half seconds left to go, the Lions will just take a knee here, or should, and just get out of here with the victory. This has not been a game for the weak of heart, even though the score has been such outlandishly high today. But the Lions have not come away from this one unscathed. Tyler Hanna hurt. Gavin Edmondson hurt. Dropping back. Mullins is going to keep it himself. He's going to run the ball up the middle across the 35 to the 30, and that is going to do it for this one. So the Lions win the football game this afternoon. 
71-27. They are now five and three, four and two in the Heartland Conference, while Anderson drops to one and seven, and they are one and five in the Heartland Conference. Once again, Mount St. Joe 71 and the Ravens 27. We'll be back with our postgame show after this timeout. Are you a small business owner that wants more customers? Of course. What business wouldn't? I'm Dave Mitchell. What if I told you I could help you increase your customer base, possibly 2,000%? You'd wonder how, right? OneCom Media can give you all the details. We can show you how to increase your customer base and give you a great return on your investment for your website. This means more customers, more business, and more money in your pocket. Get more details by calling me at OneCom Media. The number is 513-268-2799. Increase your customers with OneCom Media. 513-268-2799. Hi, I'm Jim Lachey. Studies show that students who play school sports tend to have better attendance records, higher grade point averages, and fewer discipline problems, and are more likely to pursue a college education. High school sports also teach leadership, character, and provide the foundation for becoming a good citizen. Let's respect the game, and remember to keep the student first and student-athlete. This message brought to you by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. So your final score once again this afternoon, 71-27. Mount St. Joe wins it here this afternoon, and boy, it was one of those games that you thought the Lions were just going to run away and hide in this one, but I'll tell you one thing, Blake Levy had a lot to do with the fact as to why that did not happen today. Levy started the football game for Anderson, then he left, then he came back in in the second quarter, and that kid was outstanding. He was 20 of 34 passing, 288 yards, and three touchdowns. But Chayton Tomlin not only equaled his numbers, but he bettered them. Tomlin was 27 of 48 in the ball game, no interceptions. He had 500 yards passing, nine touchdown passes today for Chayton Tomlin, along of 61 yards in the ball game. And Tomlin not only obliterated the touchdown game touchdown passes. But now he's got the most ever in Mount St. Joseph history as far as career touchdown passes. Just a lot going on for him today. The Lions in the ballgame had the lead 30-3 to at the end of the first quarter. Then they outscored and they tied up with Anderson 10-10 in the second quarter to lead 40-13 to at the half. The Lions scored 24 points in the third quarter, 7 more in the fourth quarter to score 71 points here today as they end up winning it by the final score of 71-27. to So next week, the Lions will be back on the road for the final time, and they will be on the road taking on Franklin. Franklin winners this afternoon over Rose Hallman, and they take over undisputed first place in the Heartland Conference. And the Lions would love nothing better than to knock off Franklin in that ballgame. Darius Pearson, we've got to talk about him. Nine rushes today, 114 yards. First time this year he's gone over 100 yards for the Lions. He averaged 12.5 yards per carry. Grayson Roberts in the ballgame for the Lions. He had four touchdown catches today. Six catches all total for 164 yards in the ballgame. Cooper Earls had four catches, 126 yards. Kendall Sproul, he caught five catches today, 51 yards and a touchdown pass. A.J. Glines, four catches. He also had a touchdown pass. And Deshaun Shepard caught a pass in the end zone for a touchdown from 37 yards out. So the Lions win it here this afternoon, 71-27. We'll wrap things up from Anderson after this final timeout. You hear that early learning is a business issue. Here's how. 
When babies and young children grow up with plenty of positive, high-quality learning experiences, they're much more likely to become productive, contributing members of society. That's important to the business world, which depends on skilled and educated employees to succeed. For more about the business connection, go to bestbeginningsalaska.org. Early learning, it's everybody's business. This message brought to you by Best Beginnings and this station. So the Lions win it here this afternoon, breaking the team record for most points in a ball game, 71, as they win it here this afternoon by the final score of 71 to 27. We'll be back on the road next week at Franklin, and we'll be on the air with the pregame show at 1 o'clock next week, and the kickoff will be at 1.30. Final road game of the season for the Lions, and then they'll be back at home to wrap things up the week after that against the Defiance Bulldogs, and that will be Senior Day. Our thanks to everyone who pitched in for this afternoon, the SID here at Anderson, also to Blake Watson for helping us out, to Chayton Tomlin for being our halftime guest, and what a day for him to be our halftime guest. Ty Hopperton, of course, all of his help. Our thanks to all of our sponsors, to Greg Mitchell for producing this afternoon's program, but most of all, our thanks to you for listening. I'm Dave Mitchell, one final time from Anderson, Indiana, telling you that the final score here today, Mount St. Joseph in a record-breaking fashion, 71, Anderson University 27. Until next week, have a good week, everybody. You've been listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Mount St. Joseph University football. This game has been brought to you by the Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Murphy's Promotions, call 330-464-1970. Mount St. Joseph University, the wishbone on Delhi. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, call 330-830-9760. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Join us next time for Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.